Remember when we wanted to do current events every week and oh then COVID God. started? Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, what <laughs> nothing happened. happened. <laughs> and mid range chain restaurants it is. <laughs> From the home of the 999 meal with free popcorn on the side from the 99 in Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. Tonight we're going to be looking at an array of our favorite mid-range casual restaurants. That's right, it's the height of topical, <laughs> hard-hitting news coverage. And joining me to break these things down, coming to me from the Margaritaville in the Mall of America, <laughs> it's Anne with a plan, Lund Home. Good evening, Anne. I've never been to the Margaritaville in the Mall of America. I don't go up to the fourth floor. That's where the bad kids go. <laughs> they still have like ashtrays at the Sabaro. I think like in the- <laughs> they have one of those. What's the place where the wait staff insults you on purpose? D- Dicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fetishes aside, coming to you from where I assume there's some sort of museum honoring the first Schlotskys. I. Only hope. <laughs> it's Hillary the H bomb Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. In Austin, Texas, of course. Yes, of course. Yes. Where else could Slotsky's be? I know. The birthplace so. of any good Jewish deli, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only um I because I had to research this one time, the only kosher quote unquote restaurant in Austin is the H E B deli counter and uh Far West Austin, which is like the only minorly Jewish neighborhood of Austin. I, I used to frequent it. You know, um, the Schlotsky's tagline on their website, which I didn't know until just a few minutes ago, is, it's a mouthful. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good, though. They're really good. I am coming up with a new game called Schlotsky's Item or Porno Maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> Save them for next week. <laughs> Uh, like I said, we're going to be talking about uh, – this is one of those things uh, that has been on our uh, to-do list for, I don't know, months now. <laughs> because every time this comes up, we sort of have a lighthearted argument about uh, who, which of the mid-range casual chain restaurants is the best mid-range casual chain restaurants. And tonight, we're going to take that from casual conversations and ribbing to a serious uh, death to the you – know, battle to the death match where we're going to figure out the ultimate authoritative – subjective no room mm-hmm. for commentary top five list no, i mean we a- we don't have any criteria so this should be interesting <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you'll know we don't have any criteria when we share christy's feedback with you because we had struggling uh we struggled even with the definition of this we're also going to do some small talk mailbag uh some t she recommends and how you can get involved with this here show. Something tells me you're going to have opinions about mid-range casual restaurants in America. You're probably going to be wrong, but we'll still want to hear them. Oh, boy. I, when did Neil Conan die? 
Uh, Neil, uh, like uh, two days ago, three days ago, I think. Right. So we're film. We're recording this. Filming this. Jesus, can you imagine if we're on video? <laughs> oh, we're recording this on Friday night, and um, now I just want to chill. Channel Neil Conan hosting Talk of the Nation. <laughs> Get really like distracted, and you're like, yeah. oh, why is there a live person calling in? Hillary and Austin, you're with us now. <laughs> Go ahead, Hillary. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yes. Uh, and with that, I'll take the small talk. Uh, Neil, <laughs> step aside. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, uh, I small talk is mine is short but sweet. Uh, my kids go back to school on Tuesday. Glory be hallelujah. By the skin of our teeth, hopefully. Ew. I hate that expression. I know. I know. Brush your teeth. I know. <laughs> yes, true. But um, what's the skin all- of your teeth, not the skin on your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> um, the um. Uh, many of the independent school districts in Texas have disobeyed Governor Abbott's orders and are mandating masks, which we all masks like aren't fun. But you know what? My kids can't get vaccinated. So like, fuck you, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pleased with um, their response. And, you know, they're not going the DeSantis route yet where they're like going to punish or no I don't know, reprisals. Funds. Yes. I mean, what? What an asshole. I mean, what is he trying to accomplish? I literally don't know. I'm like, it's it's so insane to me because, you know, we can have school um, uniforms or school like regulations on what you're wearing and like a map. It's not. And the kids are fine with it. That's the crazy thing. Almost every kid I have met and my kids are annoying and most every kid is like, whatever, it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal to them. And it keeps them healthy. And especially kids that are, you know, under 12 that can't get vaccinated, like help protect them. What is the problem? It's ridiculous. I, I just anyway. don't understand how, how driving up death counts is going to help you win the presidency. I don't either. Well, we did and, used to lobby for an NRA endorsement. Well, so, you know, that's done. Speaking of Banana Republics, I have a gripe with Banana Republic. Make clothes for fat people. <laughs> they do not. They do I know. I, I enjoy their style, and there's almost nothing I can wear from Banana Republic. Once in a while, I'll get lucky, and I'll find like a like a 3XL sweater on the clearance rack that they accidentally made. If you're a lady and you're over a size 10, it's Good real tough to find stuff. Yeah, it's well, really especially tough. at Banana Republic. Oh, my God. It is. It is. And it's like sort of slim cut, too. So I have this pair of jeans that I've had since 2003 when I was like very teeny tiny. And I put them on the other day just to see, like, because I hate myself. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to see, like, wh-. and I got into, like, my hips. like, But, like, not even close to bunny. Like, it was like, mm, like, mm. I mean, that is how the kids are wearing them these days. Well, no, I mean, that's not Pull up there your was, pants, kids. There was full butt crack. No, anyway. No, the other back- thing that gets me. No, wait. Now we're off on this subject. The other thing yes. that gets me is athletic clothes always seem to be sized smaller. They are cut smaller. Like, Absolutely. Even at my thinnest when I would go to REI or whatever, and I would get something that was extra large there, I could barely get that it's thing on. It's like, okay... Fat people exercise because they yes. want to get skinny. Also, please vanity, vanity size me just like a little bit. Like <laughs> I just like I I can be easily tricked. Like it's okay. I can believe that I wear like a, you know, a smaller size than I do. No, it's uh, and there is zero stretch in the Banana Republic. Like they are uh-uh. not into right. having nope. a stretch in there. 
And every shirt, well, I mean, good luck to be a busty woman and trying to put a button-down shirt on from there. Um, good luck trying to be a busty guy and putting one of those shirts on. <laughs> oh my my B-cup is not fitting in the 2XL shirt from Banana Republic with the tag still on it sitting in my closet right now. When I'm walking around and I look down, I'm like, oh, shit, I got four buttons undone. <laughs> I, I distinctly recall buttoning those up this morning. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, we could. We could. Where were we? I know <laughs> my kids are going back to school. <laughs> um, and in the notes, you just wrote BTS by, and I thought you had a hot take about the K-pop group BTS. You know, actually, that is a, a sore subject in my life, and that I like can't get into BTS, and I want to, but I just like because you know I want to be on top of teen pop culture, and then you're I, a cool teen. I am a cool teen, but I don't like. <sighs> their songs just it just it seems like such cheesy pop i'm not saying anything against them like i'm sure i just it's when i realize i'm too old like i'm too old and i don't really get it i can hear why but it's like oh i'd rather be listening to i don't know in sync or something like i it's just is not for me but that's fine well it's interesting because there's like 15 guys in bts right it seems like that to me it's like at what point are they just a choir Yes. I know it's like Menudo or something where they're just sort of like adding new people, <laughs> subtracting some. I don't understand how you couldn't embrace a band with songs like Boy With Love, L-U-V, <laughs> well, or Dope. You know, there's one that there's one that was popular this, song, this summer, and I just, I don't know, when I listened to it, I was like, this is, this is fine. I'm happy that people like this, mm-hmm. and they seem to be like sweet kids, but not for me. Um, no, I, uh, BTS is back to school. My kids got their teacher assignments today. There were tears. There was joy, whatever. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You'll like your teacher. It's not a big deal. Um, I'm, um, really excited for them to go because this past week they have not been in camp and it's been like a struggle. Like to, I mean, we keep catching Rory. We don't let Rory or Bridget watch TV or their iPads or whatever until six. I don't that's day's rule. That's not my rule. I would That's because care. they're allowed to watch the evening news. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it would be very hypocritical of you if that was your rule. I <laughs> know. I'm like, you can watch TV, it's fine. But every morning I wake up and Rory's watching YouTube downstairs on the TV. I'm like, Rory, like, I'm sorry. But, um, I know it's I know I'm like, it's okay, baby. You can watch it. But um anyway, so I'm really, really excited. The only thing I'm kinda of bummed about, I told Dave the other day while it's kind of annoying for them to not be in school or camp um, and they don't want to go outside, it's too hot for them to really frolic outside. I am going to miss sort of lazy mornings. I wake up, but I can like mill about by myself and like make breakfast. I work out. I do all of my stuff. And back to school, when they go back to school, you know, they have to be at school at 740. The school is legitimately two minutes from our house. It's not a big deal, but it is definitely like a rush to get out of the house. It's like, like everybody's on fire. Get out of the house. So I'm not looking forward to that. That is not something I'm excited about. But I am. They need to be back. They need to be back full time. No COVID, no COVID, no COVID. They need to be back. If it's two miles from your house. Well, Bridget's been walking. Right? No, it's it's like a mile from our house. It's a it's a two minute drive. The, they won't walk. Walking in the morning is is. I couldn't get their shit. They, there's no way they could get their oh, shit together enough to do that. They walk home in the afternoon. Except they're going to go. Their back to school um, program restarted this year or for this coming year. So they won't be walking. I'll be picking them up. But anyway, we'll see. I can't believe it's here. Yay! School. Yay! And when does y'all school start back? Or we start the day after Labor Day. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's like more normal. I mean, we have the state fair is adjacent to our St. Paul campus. So you can't 
have school in session while the state fair is going on. It just would not work. Absolutely not. Well, I'm sure. Do y'all use, did they use y'all stuff for parking or anything? Did oh, they yeah. Did it out? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully it all come. I don't know. We'll see. I'm really, like, I'm sort of going through a morning period of, you know, a month ago, I kept thinking, oh, like, this is great. Everything's starting to open up. Like, it's an adjustment. But, you know, things seem to be getting back to normal. And I feel like it's March 2020 again. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we're just closing back in. But in this weird way where we're not all agreed upon on it, it's like, you know, there's dissenting voices and things seem, at least in my state, worse than ever. So, I don't know. It's like we sort of know what's going to happen, but we don't care anymore. Yeah, exactly. We open Pandora's box of just be like, no, we're not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. People are just going to die. That's the way it is. We got all the old people vaccinated, so good enough. Yep. yep. We had a great transition about going back to school and then Anne going back to school, <laughs> but then you had to ruin it with COVID deaths. <laughs> well, why don't we, uh, let's try it again. Let's try it again. <laughs> Take two. Anne, when does your school open? Tell me about your office. (laughs) Well, for the students, school starts the day after Labor Day. But for those of us who are staff, this week we started having to come back to the office. So I was in the office for the first time in 18 months. My note here is that I decided I would be grateful and gracious in my return (laughs) and that it was fine. T.M., Mm-hmm. I don't think I talked about it too much on the show, but you guys know, because I've shared with you, that working from home has been magical for me. My mental and emotional health has improved so drastically, and the thought of going back to the office has I've been dreading it for over a year, at least. And like every time I talked to my therapist, I would give her an update on, well, they're saying this, or I don't know what's going to happen, or I might have to go back. And I was like, you know, I just feel so stupid getting worked up over this thing. But honestly, the amount of emotional energy that I have expended on this topic means that it's something pretty important to me. Yeah. So... You know, the official party line is that everybody had to be in the office for three days a week. And due to the perseverance of an understanding of my boss, I have to go in two days a month. And I feel so incredibly grateful. This is where the grateful part comes in because it's a better deal than anybody else had. And she really went to the mat for me. And so I decided that I would be very gracious when I went back in. And I tried. And I had a, like a pep talk with myself, like, just, you don't have to say anything about how much you hate it, and just be gracious, be gracious, be gracious. And then I was in the other day and saying hi to people for the first time in a year and a half, and they're like, oh, it's so good to see, oh, it's so good to see you. And somebody said, so Anna, are you going to be back in the office more often? Are you coming in every week? And I said, no, you know, just probably a couple of times a month, and I could have stopped there. But what I said was, but you know, a couple of times a month, because the tyrant has to feel like he has control over everything. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, Were they like, uh, uh, it got a good laugh. I will say that. <laughs> and the tyrant was not in the building. So, <laughs> well, all of that self talk about being gracious just. Went, went down the tubes. 
you're like, stand back. Hold on. I tried. I really I did know. try. And it was a good day to go back because we were having employee recognition lunch and they got us all box lunches from Famous Dave. I don't think that made anybody's list. I don't think it did. Um, fa- Famous Dave's will... You know, it was fine, and we had this lovely, like, picnic on our St. Paul campus, which has an enormous, beautifully manicured lawn with lots of trees and stuff. And it really was nice to see everybody after a year and a half, and I had good chats with people. And then I was driving home, and I was like, oh, my God. I am so not, like, tired, but just drained and I went home and I crawled into bed and I slept for two hours and then all day yesterday I felt like tired and headachey and I was like yes this is the feeling I remember that I had all the time of just feeling so drained at the end of every day and this is why I didn't want to go back well and the thing is that they have to understand is well they don't have to but they should understand is you work fine slash better when you're at home and it is the likelihood that you would stay at a job where you feel sort of fulfilled but also not completely drained is higher. I mean, it just works better, and you're getting your work accomplished, so who gives a shit? Absolutely. And I was not very productive the day I was in the office, and I was not very productive the day after I was in the office either. So, yeah. But, you yeah. know, it's a little bit – it's a combination of the whole butts and seats things and a little bit the – but what if other people think it's not fair that you get special treatment? And I'm like, well, our salaries are all public because we're public yeah. employees. So I encourage you to go look up my pay and see what I make and then think about how much you make yeah. and see yeah. if maybe it might be okay that Anne works from home. Also, it doesn't matter. It, whatever. It I mean, I work matter. freaking commercial office, commercial real estate. I'm like, it doesn't matter. No. I get way less done. There's some collaborative efforts that are good that I'm in for. But for the most part, I work way more when I'm at home because I don't have to get ready. Yep. I don't have to like talk to people. I don't have to check whatever. I don't have to drive in. I don't have to do all this stuff. And I have to come home a little bit early for the kids. So I'm like, I'm you're wasting time. I mean, do you want to see me that badly? Is that the the deal am i that pretty i don't think i am so let me let me <laughs> well i think no. your your presence is probably a sparkling jewel in that oh, office yes. frankly well, i'm in with a lot of you know golf bros <laughs> doing their thing yeah probably well i'm glad that it was like good but That's i'm glad fine. that i'm i'm mostly glad that you stood your ground and it is or you had an advocate at least, and it is limited because that makes me happy for mm-hmm. you. Because I, as you know, your friend and podcast partner, I can tell like you are happier. I mean, it's not like you were like a shithead before, but it, it you know, it's that's yeah. not a drag on you, mm-hmm. and I think that's no. good. Yep. I agree. We hear your smile. Yes. <laughs> The same smile I tell my employees they have to turn on when they answer the phone for a box office ordering question. Exactly. They can hear it in your voice. They can. Indeed. Well, uh, I didn't put anything formal on Small Talk, but uh, I'll simply say thank you to both of you and to our co-hosts who are not on right now. And by the way, uh, that's because we're recording on Friday night. And so the expectation of having people here is, you know, not fair. Uh, and in part also because Meredith uh, just doesn't have electricity. Oh, poor baby. Oh, poor we can say she lost power on Thursday afternoon. And the oh. estimate 
is Sunday night. No, oh. Saturday night. Saturday night into Sunday is when she's going to get it back. It's brutal. Yikes. Hashtag Detroit life is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah, so she's hiding in a hotel room in Ann Arbor. I think that's what I got from the chat, right? Mm-hmm. The closest hotel with power. Oh, God. Man alive. <laughs> and and she said it was hot there, too, I think. So. I meant to yeah. ask, oh, it's yeah, I meant to ask if brutal. she was taking the cats to the hotel or if they'll oh, be right. fine at home. Does she have to go back to feed them twice a day? No. They do love heat. Cats do love a certain amount of heat. Ooh. I don't know why. You're wearing a fur coat. You think you'd be... <laughs> But yeah, no, Cupcake was always a sun chaser. Even on the hottest days, she'd be like in the one sunspot hmm. and just, I don't know, cooking from the outside in. I don't know. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, I, I have been so busy the last few weeks, so thank you. Um, work orientation has still been sort of just running my life. I'm still getting settled in at the Albany Symphony. I love my job. I love my team. I love my boss. I love the rest of my coworkers. Uh, but it has just been all consuming. And so on top of that, we've also been doing a lot of family time. And on top of that, I've extended that family time out to Seattle. So last weekend I was out visiting, uh, Will, the pilot and, uh, other folks. And I'll see if anyone else chimes in on that oh, yeah. front. I don't know. I was also <laughs> in Seattle and briefly saw Will and Bobby and... Christy. Oh, yeah, you've stayed very mum about this. What, oh, what yeah, kind I mean, of shenanigans went on that I have not been hurt? I've been kept out of the loop. It was lovely because um, I got to stay in a hotel room by myself, which was fantastic. <laughs> and it's all I dream of all the time is just staying in a hotel And since it's I don't like have, an extra little mother stay just for at, you. 100%. And since I don't have cable in my house, I was like, it was actually weird because I'm like, I have so little control, but it feels sort of nice when you're just flipping channels. You're like, what's going to come up next? This is exciting. So it was, I'm actually glad, Bobby, I'm glad we were in Seattle last weekend because apparently it's 90 something degrees this weekend there. Yep. And it's like smoky and stuff, so I wouldn't be super interested in being there right now. But it was, I, I saw Phyllis, I saw Colleen, my friend, best friend of the show, Missy, went, and we had a grand old time. And I saw Bobby. Um, I saw yeah, Will. That's fine. You, yeah, it's fine. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, ugh, whatever. <laughs> and um, also, Bobby. <laughs> no, it was it was a really it was a good weekend. It was we had a good time. Yeah, I think you know the reason we ended up going on the same weekend was because this probably would have been Tishi Picnic Weekend. Or thereabouts. If there had been, right, if there had been a Tishi Picnic. But because we can be irresponsible <laughs> but encouraging other people that travel by air. Yeah. No, I'm a despite... full dick. I'm like a full asshole. I'm like, oh, like be safe with my kids, but yet I'm going to like travel here and there and everywhere. No, whatever. Eh, we're just trying to keep Will Will's business afloat, <laughs> yes, right? exactly. Although I flew Delta. Um <laughs> Well, I look at the two of you as being such strong extroverts that I know that this past year and a half has has been real hard for the both of you who like to be out and about, whereas Meredith and I joke that neither one of us has left our house in two years, and we're totally fine with it. It's clear that you guys need that stimulation of being out in new places and seeing new things and being with different people. Well, and let's be honest, Will's children also need me to check in. It's kind of a welfare (laughs) thing. That's true. I mean, Nikki's great, but she's busy. She has a job. She's out traveling a lot. And, you know, when they're with Will, it's a lot of pizza, uh, pizza nachos and sadness in that house. Um, I felt cool. Bailey and I talked about film and I was like, am I a cool teen now? Like, do you think that I'm a cool teen? You're still a cool aunt. And, yes. and it's, yeah. I think she called me like cool wine aunt or something. She did. <laughs> I was there for that. 
Hillary. Oh, wait, let me write that down. Cool wine aunt Hillary. <laughs> I don't have to write Hillary. I no offense, Anne, but I'll know which one of you was the cool wine aunt. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a it's just been a chaotic what the lesson I have learned this year, uh, having gone to Seattle twice recently, is um I am no longer uh, young enough to get away with taking the red eye home and then working the next day. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Everybody comes for, to that point in their life. I know, right? I did this for several years, especially on these summer trips. And then a few weeks ago, when Sam and I did it, they didn't have any pillows or blankets. Well. And right, I know it was a real <laughs> shame. <laughs> and so you know, the uh, the lie flat seat just doesn't work without something to uh, boost up your head. So uh, you know, we got in and we were groggy and miserable. And then I did it back this this time. And even getting several hours of sleep on the flight home, I still, when I got back, was just like, oh, the time change. My body. Mm-hmm. This is awful. And I ended up sleeping for several hours and screwing up my work days. So I, I'm just uh, too old. Now it's I just have to block out an entire day of travel each way to go to the West Coast because that's the only way I'm going to be able to do it. Or maybe <laughs> figure out a way for them to, like, get my hyperbaric chamber on board. Yep. <laughs> I would like say- flying with a cello i'm gonna need to get an extra seat (laughs) i would say that i noticed after i turned 40 for sure i mean 40 is obviously an arbitrary marker but i sure noticed it more that daylight saving time just screws me the hell up now in a way that it never used to i was like god what are people getting so bent out of shape for it's an hour you know you sleep an extra hour you sleep whatever you go on with your day and now i'm like thrown off for three weeks yes yes we're like what time is it where am i i'm like i'm I'm not hungry at the right time (laughs) yeah you know whose emotions i'm not worried about the corn the corn doesn't have any emotions (laughs) fuck you farmers Just get up earlier or don't. I don't know. Whatever you're supposed to do, this is not working. What company is it that is the happy cows? We're the happy cows. Uh, Yeah, that's... The happy corn. We only grow happy corn. The happy cows is... I don't know. But when I Google happy cows, the first thing that comes up is, happy cows, you decide, from PETA. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm afraid to click on that. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. It's going to be like cow skins or something like that i don't Ugh. like like a glass of milk but i do like my occasional milk in things and so yeah i'm not gonna let that ruin it for yeah. me no happy not. cow creamery happy cow milk company that's in new zealand i won't go there i don't know but everybody knows what i mean right yes yeah, totally yes yeah yeah anyway they don't seem to be bothered either way i don't see them wearing watches <laughs> Anyway, it's been a very busy few weeks. And again, I, I am grateful to my gracious co-hosts who have been carrying. Um, I mean, not that I bring that much to the show, but I do edit every second or third episode and that I've been falling down on the job there. So thank you, ladies. My fellow editors here, the three of us. Happy to uh, do it for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, no big deal. So, I owe you a few. And with that, uh, Anne, would you take us to the mailbag? I will. I was Googling happy cow. Happy it's cow California. Brand. It's California. Okay. Real okay. California cheese happy cows. Oh, so it's not a, a company? It's a no, state? No, it was like a, yes. No. Yeah. Yep. I don't know like that a, they can claim that. <laughs> it's like pure Michigan, but replace the lakes with milk. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem very hygienic. All right, let's go to the mailbag. We have a couple of interesting, and by interesting, I mean stupid Stupid spam in our throw your phone. Uh, Okay. 
So we got this one, uh, and I have some question marks in the who it's from category, but the <laughs> the email itself says from Brian Scott, Brian Scott 1882 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Dear my Sir boyfriend. Madam, my name is Mr. Richard Kenneth, <laughs> an investment three, broker. <laughs> three first names. An investment broker with good experience. I have a client with a huge investment portfolio oh. who needs an investment partner abroad. A company or an individual that be will be willing, and that's it. And I thought, well, maybe it just got cut off because it gets forwarded from our web hoster from WordPress as like, hey, this got caught up in a spam. Do you think that this might be your thing? And I was like, well, maybe if I go actually look at the message um, in WordPress, it, I'll see the rest of it. And I went, and that's where I figured out that our um, <laughs> our donation button doesn't work any longer. Oops! No. I hope nobody wants to give us money. But I couldn't find. Wait, I have a question. If we need money to fix the donation button, is this a catch twenty two? <laughs> well, we should have some existing jam money somewhere. Yeah. Oh, right? I don't know. Jeremy's out in Montana or something. Where is Jeremy? Yeah, I that sounds that about our, right. I assume that he spends our dollar, our money. To, um, you know, a hundred dollars at a time on a car to go drive through the Midwest. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't blame him. He's yeah, welcome yeah. to it. <laughs> yes. But I couldn't find where our spam folder is, so I cannot verify that there is more to this email investment experience from Mr. Richard Kenneth slash Brian Scott. <laughs> I mean, what if it's a really good investment? I feel like this is a cliffhanger. I'm like stressed and excited about it. I know. What if it's the next Bitcoin? Yeah. Get in on the ground oh, floor. Shit. I have to mea culpa here. I made a mistake. I said that he has three first names. He actually has four. <laughs> Brian, Brian Scott. Scott, Richard Kenneth. <laughs> I mean, Scott's only got one T on it here, which is sus, but as as uh, Phyllis would say in the chat, sus. But yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe Brian slash Mr. Richard will get back to us on that. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Should I write back and just say your message cut short, Brian Scott Richard Kenneth? Could you please respond? <laughs> uh, so, in a slightly more professional um, entry on this from the Helium Radio Network, greetings, fellow podcaster! <laughs> exclamation point. We hope you're having a great day, and it's only going to get better. We have an amazing promotion specifically crafted for unique content creators just like you. We are really pioneering the spot in friends bullshitting about their lives, aren't we? (laughs) Do you guys think I'm getting the tone of this email right? Yeah. I'm trying. Okay. Relentlessly optimistic. Helium Radio is delighted to introduce our Podcaster for Life promotion, which allows all podcasters, like yourself, full access to our network for free forever. (laughs) Whoa. I think my track may have clipped on that a little bit. Because the program has been so popular, we're now offering 60 minutes of free airtime weekly instead of the normal 30. Here's the kicker. It's 100% free and there's no catch. There may be no catch, but it is a limited time offer. To sign up, simply click the link, fill out a form, and you're good to go. If you need more information about this incredible offer, just head over to our website for more details today. We'll see you there. Our best regards. Bobby, the Helium Radio Network team. The only thing that's missing is another exclamation point. Our best regards. 
I think this is an incredible opportunity. I mean, I think they actually say incredible opportunity somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. You should get in on this. <laughs> yeah. I think this may Brown be this, this is the second or the third email that we've got from them. I mean, we got the 30 minutes of free airtime now extended to 60 minutes of free so airtime. Here's the kicker. It's 100% free. I'm like, okay, it's not. there's no such thing as 70% free. It's either free or it's not free. It's binary. Yes, exactly. Oh, and please respond with your personal email. Or wait, we can hold out <laughs> until, until we get 90 minutes because our shows run pretty long. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think 90 um, might be cutting it kind of close. This reminds me of when AOL would send out the disc, the floppy disks and then later the CDs for free internet time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every time you'd get another one, it would be like another 50 minutes or 30 minutes of free free internet time <laughs> back when you used to pay by the minute. Mm, I never I'm just felt picturing for those these scams. Piling up from helium. Well, I mean, I never had AOL, but I had a friend in the neighborhood who had AOL. And so, you know, you had to watch the clock on that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Michael Livingston was like, it's been an hour. Get off. <laughs> Hmm. Dad. Dad. <laughs> I have boys to chat with slash <laughs> <Yes>. about. <laughs> Precisely. He says he's 14. <laughs> he won't send a picture. Oh, gross. Maybe he would send a picture. It just took four hours for it to download. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, those were the day. All right. Let's go to some actual real listener content. Question of the week. Last week was, what's your bad habit? <clears throat> and Meredith put it as, what's your one, parentheses, one bad habit? And we we said to each other, let's see how long we get before somebody breaks that. Laura came in right off the top and said, is it too raw to say that I recognize that I have passive aggressive tendencies that I really do try to curb? Or is it that I'm more gossipy than I should be? You choose. Laura, you broke the rule. Well, Laura's trying to get around the rule by giving us two possibilities and saying that we should pick one. We're on to you, Laura. (laughs) We see your scheme. Can anybody break gossiping habits, though? No, no. It's too much fun. It's so much fun. Why would you? No. Hey, guys, did you hear this thing about Laura? (laughs) She's got multiple bad habits. (laughs) Uh, you should have heard the thing that Christy said about her the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, getting too real. we got to stop. Okay. Uh, Anne says that I'm too impatient to wait for the question of the week and will just message the hosts my important thoughts. I'm also bad about refilling ice cube trays. God. <laughs> uh, she does, though. She messages me almost instantly. Yes. She messaged me uh, a few days ago and just said, do you live in Seattle now? You're like, yes, I do. Sort of. Well, Kinda. I mean, I've always sort of lived in Wilt. Again, though, the kids and also the bear. <laughs> if I don't drop into the guest room every once in a while, the bear gets very lonely. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't have a lot going on. No, no. he doesn't. Um, Carolyn has a good one. She says, I'm bad at sharing the covers. We have oh. king-size blankets and comforters for our queen-size bed to compensate. It works out, and we rarely hassle over it anymore. Um, I've heard that people, I weirdly... Dave nor I really hog the covers too much, but I've heard people that have that problem just get two comforters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just have their separate deals going on. Double sheet it. Yep. yep. Got to do what you got to do. You do. 
Uh, Ellen says, this is Meredith's sister, Ellen, right? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Not only do I tend to strip clothes off and leave them on the floor, mostly sweatshirts, because I get cold and then hot, <laughs> but I get annoyed when other people <laughs> do the same thing. That was my favorite part of it. I don't, I pick up after myself, with the, but I do get annoyed when people do the thing that annoys me about myself. It's, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Ellen, the hypocritical stripper. <laughs> well, that's quite a performance that one would put on. What kind of music does one have? Boy, I don't know. I have to think about that. I don't know. Yeah, that would definitely take some thought. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Ellen, number two, is this Ellen the short American? Yes. Says, seriously, one? I murder <laughs> most electronics. I shed bobby pins wherever I go, although that really is my hair's bad habit. I crack my knuckles. I tend to leave shoes in random places around the house. I swear a lot. I frequently forget to move my laundry from the washer to the dryer, which means I have to rewash it. I treat scissors with disregard for their purpose. Please don't at me, crafters. What kind of sociopath has only one bad habit? Also, my apologies to Craig Patterson, who has to live with me. (laughs) Well, oh. as long as you're not using the fabric scissors to cut open the ground beef package. <laughs> right. <laughs> Repulsive. To go back to a very old bone of contention. <laughs> well, there's a show title. <laughs> uh, uh. From Heather, my absolute favorite, ew, David, bad habit, is picking any teeny tiny bits of dry skin from my bottom lip. I simply cannot stop, and most of the time, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, I hear that. I think yeah. I do a little bit of that, especially in the winter here when it's super dry. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's I don't e- want to go into the gross details, but all that does is make things worse. I, I know. know, but how can you not? I know. How can you not? The, even the chapstick medicated just can't keep up in the winter. Amanda says, I crack my knuckles, my neck, and basically every joint in my body. Such a bad habit. I'm always impressed when people can crack their neck though. Like I can't really, I can yeah. crack my knuckles like once a day. Maybe it has it, but I think it's kind of cool when people can crack their neck. Is, is this a bad habit? Yeah. I mean, like if you do it without thinking and you can't stop it, maybe. Well, that's an impulse, but like, I guess, is it bad? I don't know. I, I feel like there have been studies on this where like, the control is that you, you like you crack one hand and not the other for a decade or something, and then they X-ray you. And maybe I'm making this up, but I, I feel like it's actually not. Bad no, it's form. not because what the cracking is, I hear, is just air bubbles popping. Right. Oh. So it's not actually a bone on bone or joint on joint kind of thing. So there's no. You're right, Bobby. There are no ill effects from doing it. It's just that as a non-cracker. Yes. Someone who cracks their neck or oh, their we're back, definitely especially. All crackers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yes. As as a as a cracker who does not crack their joints, <laughs> yes. it really it's horrible. It's just uh, the noise is is a mm-hmm. lot. It makes me want to die, honestly. <laughs> and I'm not being hyperbolic even one bit when I say that. <laughs> You're like, wow. it's fine health-wise, but you make yeah. me want to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's see, just... I was thinking, like, I want an osteopath to come on and tell us if it's okay or not, or what's a joint doctor? I don't know. That actually sounds like the marijuana doctor in this building. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a visceral, wrong kind of sound. Like, I've had my neck and my back cracked by my chiropractor, 
And sure. I don't like it when it happens to me. Even. I feel like you're not getting your money's worth if your chiropractor can't do that. I know. I, I don't I don't love it. I do like it when she cracks my hips and stuff because I really need that. But I don't know about the neck. That's just too weird. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, Anne Louise <laughs> says her bad habit is beer. Well, I, sure. I think it's possibly amount related and <laughs> perhaps the reason for the beer if we're coping for emotional issues that we have not otherwise addressed, maybe the beer is a bad habit. And Louise, but I think you're I'm probably fine. fine. You're fine. fine. Yep. Uh, Linda says, I leave behind life stuff. iPad, Kindle, eye drops, earrings, scrunchies, etc. <laughs> wherever I sit at home. Well, I did when uh, Will was... And now we're going to the airport on Monday. I, we were like down the street and I was like, I left my sunglasses. I think he was not like pleased with me. I'm like, turn around. I need to go get my sunglasses. So oh, I get that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I, I could see where if I was the partner of somebody that left a trail yes. wherever they went, that might get a little bit old. Oh, Summer, this is so relatable. Summer oh. says, I wake up on time, but lay in bed until I end up being late. This can happen any time of day, as I like to nap before events, LOL. Summer, I feel you so hard on this one, yeah. because I will wake up with plenty of time, but I'm just like, I'm just not ready to get out of bed yet. I'm just, I need to scroll, or just fuck around, or do whatever, and then all of a sudden, then it's like I want to be pressed for time. I don't know what the deal is. Like, I, I don't like being late. I hate being late. But somewhere in my brain's like, I have enough time to do this. And I'm like, I don't. All of a sudden, I'm I'm like running up against it. Mm-hmm. Or like my alarm will go off at seven and I'm like, oh, I feel so awake. I'll just lie here for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up and it's 830. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. <laughs> oh, Brie, I do not relate to this one. Brie says, I buy clothes I don't need because they're a good deal. Do I need four more shirts from Loft? Probably not, but they're sixty percent off sale price, which makes them practically free. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I've done. I've definitely done that at Loft. I bought. They they have an evil deal where I was like, oh, there's this one dress that I think is really cute. I went in to get it, and it was like, okay, if you buy two dresses, then they're all fifty percent off. And I'm like, okay, so what's the price? And I'm like, whatever. I'm getting all three dresses now. <laughs> so stupid. I was at the fancy grocery store getting fancy ice cream Ooh. with you know the grocery store that I go to once every three weeks to get the fun food and I was I had two pints of ice cream and the cashier said for me do you know that it's buy two get one free did you want to go get another one and I was like nah. it just seemed like too much effort to well, like okay. hold things up and go back to the freezer section and get something else and this happened to me today, actually. I went to Costco, and I got some bagels for the kids. And there's like six bagels in a thing. And we don't go through bagels that quickly, so that's fine. Um, and the lady, when I was checking out, she said, well, these are actually two for one. And I was like, I don't it's, I don't need two sleeves of bagels. Like, I'm okay. It's fine. She was like, no, I have to give them to you. And I'm like, 
okay. And so then I, I had to wait. To, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I, she goes like, just go stand over there and I'll go get you your bagels. And I was like, I don't need these other bagels. <laughs> I would have got you too. Please don't give me this free food. I don't want it. <laughs> I know. I would almost you, what, what an American first, first world problem. <laughs> um, would you like to keep those bagels to your cashier? That's your tip. Just take the bagels. I know. I mean, I'm actually, I'm thinking I might go give them to like unhoused people or something and oh, just that's be like, nice. yep. you know, yep. here yep, you go. Because they're just going to go bad in my, you know, we're not going to go through them quick enough. Yeah. That's English muffins around here for some reason. I I buy English muffins occasionally and I particularly like them for the Albany apartment because I'm only there like a few days at a time. And so I'm not going to buy a whole loaf of bread to make sandwiches and then use, you know, six slices of bread and then have half a loaf of bread sitting around and then getting old. And I'll buy English muffins and they will be like, Buy one pack, get seven free. Like, I don't know what they're doing to try to get rid of English muffins, but Thomas's English muffins will just randomly be on sale where they're just trying to get rid of them all. Mm. And I'm like, I'm one man who's already eating too many carbs. What the hell am I going to do with... And I'm always thinking, well, I could freeze them. I and I'm thinking, I've got this tiny freezer on this <laughs> mini fridge. Like it's, it's not a dorm fridge, but it's like a shorter refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And it like the, the freezer is like within the refrigerator? No, it, oh, it okay. has its own door, but it's just not very big. And I'm like, there's a certain amount of bachelor chow in the freezer in my sad bachelor apartment. I do not have room for multiple packages of <laughs> English muffins. Should we talk about refrigerators again? Should we go down that? <laughs> I was so fascinated by refrigerator talk. We absolutely should because uh, the one in that apartment, as you guys know, because I've done this before, it hums pretty loudly. And it doesn't bother me when I'm just home alone there because like I'll have a podcast going or something and it's just sort of in the background. But when we're doing the show and I'm there, it distinctly picks up on my track. It just has just the right frequency to be mildly <laughs> annoying. And so I have taken to unplugging the refrigerator while we are recording. Oh, that's bold. And I I recently bought, you know, I have a, you know what, I'll save it for my uh, Tishi Recommends. So I, I have a solution that I've come up with to avoid... Um, accidentally forgetting to plug the fridge back in which i did oh. for a few hours after the last time i recorded there a teaser mm. yes well i'm not done with fridge talk because i'm pissed at my fridge that's yes, only please. a year old because it has the same problem as the old fridge which is it leaks in the interior because i think the freezer drain line gets plugged with ice and then it backs up and then it drips yeah. down into the fridge. And I thought it was the old refrigerator was a problem. And now apparently it's not. And I'm pissed. Hmm. And I don't want to do anything. I don't want to defrost the fridge in August. I'm not Meredith with the power going out. Right. <laughs> Her hand has been pushed on that a little bit. Exactly. I have a lot of stuff in there. I just went to the grocery store and I don't know there's no good place to leave it to defrost the fridge. And I used to on the regular with the old fridge, I would like boil a kettle of water and then slowly trickle it bit by bit by bit and like melt the ice plug until it cleared and it all flushed out. And depending on how far down the line it was, it could take like four hours to get Ooh. it to melt. And I was so happy to get the new fridge because I'm like, I'm done with that problem. Mm. Nope. Damn it. Damn it. What were you saying about first world problems, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're so close to done with these question of the week responses. Joseph's bad habit is moderation. Mm. I don't believe it, Joseph. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Is this why he only answers one in every four questions of the week? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, thank you, everybody. Those were yes. very good bad habits and nothing bad enough to make you uh, a bad partner or a bad person to live with. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. We're all pretty good. We are. We are. I am. Never answered this question. Oh, that's true. Well, so, I guess I should hold that judgment until we see what Bobby has to say. Yeah. No, I, I have two I'm thinking of. And since everybody else cheated, I'm going to cheat as well. Uh, also, I'm a co-host of this show, so I can just uh, <laughs> I can just filibuster with my bad habits if I want to. Um, first, I will I text- sign that arrest warrant. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I texted Sam as we were getting fired up here because I realized that was the prompt for this week. And I said, quick, what's my bad habit? And she wrote back, you know, very politely, oh, I don't know. And then a minute later, she wrote back, texting while driving. Oh. Oh, yeah. Which I I would like to say I don't do a lot, but that probably isn't true. I know. I'm I'm not great about it either. I do wonder about those pictures of license plates that you frequently send us like how oh my do you... god i gotta send you the one i took today <laughs> you always seem to have the phone to hand like by the time i get the phone and i would get it unlocked and i would open up the camera then i would be well past any situation that i could document the phone stays but by the time i take the phone out of its protective lockbox and then turn it on <laughs> no uh i do tend to have the phone nearby and when you see the picture i just put in slack you're gonna know that it was worth it today um oh goodness oh my yeah. god oh god <laughs> why is that necessary on a nissan like what centra yeah no yeah. <laughs> i like that red city fitness is in the background maybe yeah. that's where they're going uh we should not say what it is okay if you want to find out go to the show as everything <laughs> uh yeah so you know when i publish my coffee table book of <laughs> shitty license plate pictures taken from my car uh, it'll all be worth it because I'll be rich. I'll sell. Th- it'll be like Kramer's coffee table book. Um, maybe I'll make one that is a license plate. Oh, um, no, I, I, uh, you know, I, my phone lives sort of in the center console of my car. I don't use a phone holder for it. So I just sort of throw it down. And so it's there and I, I'm a red light texter, but you know, that, that often spirals. And then the other problem is that I'm driving two and a half hours in a straight line yeah. With no cars around me most of the time, and so yeah. I feel emboldened. Just to, put it on uh, cruise control and start texting. Well, I, I do, but that's also while I'm making lunch. Right, and, right. You know, Shaving. Trimming my nails. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a 1990s trope, actually. Yes. I'm reading the New York Times. <laughs> driving with my knees. No, so I, I that is a, a genuine answer. And the other answer is um, that I, I swear too much. Yeah, um, I do too. And this is something that has come up at work. Not that I've been chastised for it, but I had my annual review um, a week or two ago. And you're going to say, but Bobby, you've only worked there for three months. That's and I would exactly say, I know. what I was going to say. But they do all of their reviews, you know, in the summer, no matter when you were hired. So it's just basically everybody's on that cycle. And my review is mostly, you know, incredibly glowing because, of course, I'm the world's greatest employee. But um, the room to improve section is always something where they got to put something. something. Right. And and I had to fill out a self-evaluation first. And so for my self-evaluation, I basically said, you know, I, I want to be a little more upbeat even when things are, you know, not not great. I have a habit of wanting to commiserate with my team, but I forget that they are younger. And if I do that too much, they're really going to get jaded, which I feel like you got to have a few years under you before you're allowed to be super jaded. Yeah. 
like, you know, I've turned that corner. I'm never going back. Um, but I also, I am very casual with my language in the office because Damn. I'm just, I've been working alone for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, doing this show doesn't help. Uh, I mean, even my kids are like, Mom, you cuss too much. And I'm like, if my kids are calling at me out on it, maybe I should. Uh, Mommy, you cut. talk like a fucking sailor. Yeah. <laughs> I should cut the shit pretty soon. But do they? How much of it do they absorb, and how much of it do they use? That's my question. They don't really use it. Bridget said it's so weird. The ones that I get like trigger. I hate the word. This is so weird. I don't like the word butt. Like, like look at like look at my butt or whatever. I I don't know why I say like bottom or booty or I have no idea why. And Wait, I don't like booty is better than bottom. I don't know why. Butt, it's rather. arbitrary. I have no idea why. And I also don't like. When Bridget was like, that's crap. And I was like, ugh, no. Like, I don't like it when you say that. That sounds kind of coarse to me. But yeah, yet I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you don't like half measures. Yes, exactly. Go all in. (laughs) If they're going to swear, they got to really do it. Lean into it. Yep, exactly. I'm just pulling up a list here. I like. I just googled slang for butt because I just wanted to see what came up. It was how about backside behind booty, but then the next bullet is parenthetically also booty spelled I E. No. no, that's like a shoe. Right, right. Yeah, just the feminine form of booty. <laughs> that's got the dash. In it. Anyway. Sorry, this is a tangent. I didn't mean to go down, but I'm going to try to wait. How about rump? <laughs> Backside. I'm so glad that we got that in the clear. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, behind, I feel like is what my mom would always say. Oh, yeah. Does she say behind or the behind? Oh yeah, the behind. No, behind. Huh. That's what she said. Which is weird because my mom also cusses a fair amount, but did not like. Well, she didn't like fart either. It was only two, like two. <laughs> And that's what I say when my kids are like, you farted. And I'm like, no, you tooted. I don't know why. I don't know why my, my sensitive ears. And I'm like, fuck that. Oh, I just, I don't understand this arbitrary language. <laughs> I, I, it's complicated. There's no rules. We're going to have to come back around to this. I think we're going to have to dedicate an episode to the seven words you can't say on podcasting. <laughs> I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> All right. I think it's time that we get to the medium talk because we're already getting pretty deep here. How do we do 55 minutes on small talk? <laughs> you know what? We got back in refrigerators. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, well, let's put that back on ice. Oh, All right. But, um, <laughs> I think um, uh, I recently reshared a Facebook post from the early days of Facebook. And one of my early, early Facebook posts was um, how I would like to write the quips that they use for the end of each segment on how it's made. There's always this, I for the six people who've watched, more than that must be watching how it's made, actually, because there's like 20-something seasons of it. But it's these very mellow factory tours where they make different things, and there's like soft jazz music in the background and a narrator. And then the last line is always like, if it was a refrigerator uh, assembly line, the last line would be like, and that's how they keep cool at this factory. <laughs> like, there's always just one little stupid thing at the end. I just want to write those. And then those it. people went on to write, what was it? And that's how the cookie crumbled. What your Gary movie was <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Liar, liar? Yes. yes, I think so. Yeah. All right, medium talk. For a while now, we've wanted to have a serious conversation about this because it's important in the culture of our country 
And now that we're returning to dining out and have serious choices to make about where we're going to eat before we inevitably are not allowed to eat in restaurants again, um, it's time to establish the hierarchy of mid-range casual dining establishment chains mm-hmm. in this country. And I believe that for this exercise, we have been referring to a Wikipedia article called List of Casual Dining <laughs> Restaurant Chains. And I believe all three of us went there separately. And <laughs> we did. Which notes that uh, these are arranged in alphabetical order, blah, 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 except for buffet-style restaurants <laughs> and, more recently, fast casual restaurants, which I think is a different show. I think that's just something we get to cover another time. Yep. Casual dining restaurants usually provide table service. Yes. So not not completely exclusively, but almost entirely. And and this is a know it when you see it situation. Some of these are on the fringes, but you got to kind of work with it. And we decided that, you know, in our ultimate authority here, we would determine what the top five are. We would bring our lists to the table to discuss this. I want to mention a couple. Well, and your list isn't here, so I don't want to spoil anything, because if they don't come up, I'll, I'll mention them later and just make sure that they get referenced because of the history of this show. Uh, but first, Anne, since yours aren't on here, because mm-hmm. and you and I withheld ours from the run sheet, I think you should grace us with your your top five. Or do we need to have the conversation about what constitutes a mid-range chain beyond what I just said? I feel like we should go through and use the ones that Christy submitted as examples of what is or not <laughs> yeah. mid-range yeah. chains. This is great. Christy's not here to defend herself, um, which is probably for the best because there's no defense. Well, for she, was, she was unclear on exactly what we're talking about, so she submitted That's to true. the best of her uh, knowledge and ability and i think she got one like right down the bullseye oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, she got one that's a that's a, a top flight top tier contender and this is she knows better is, than any of us about yeah. this particular restaurant so i respect that choice immensely and then she had a couple that i would say just missed the mark a little bit so it would be illustrative to go through those first i think so let's start with the straight shot first ballot hall of famer that's olive garden yes um question how are we doing this list? So if I, I mean, just hypothetically also had Olive Garden on my list, hypothetically, do, do I also introduce it or do I take it off and put something else on my list? I think that's up to you, but I'm okay with things having multiple references. I mean, we're going to jockey this as we go. So okay. I suppose I should just start. Oh, God damn it. Stop switching tabs. Damn you, Google Sheets. All right. Let me just, um, I tell you what, I will use my column since it's uh, empty right now. I'll just start the cum list here. Mm-hmm. Well, of... I was I was going to just sort of put mine in as I talk about them. Okay. All right. Yeah, that'll work. Then we'll have yeah. them all in front of us. Yeah. And we can look for patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, my aunt is in town, who I adore. She's my favorite relative. She's not a blood relative, which is probably why I like her more than any of the people I'm actually related to. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> and... Um, I we were having lunch today and I was like, Yeah, we're gonna go out to dinner later, but then I gotta rush back because we're recording the podcast tonight. And she was like, Oh, you're still doing that and I was like, Yeah, it's my friends. And she's like, It's been a long time and I said, Don't dig too deep into that. And then she said, What are you talking about? And I said, Well, you know, we talk about everything and anything and we're doing this thing with restaurants tonight and she says, That what you usually do? And I said, Yeah. In fact, we recently did an episode breaking down cop not cop and I explained to her what cop not cop is. <laughs> Is it a then, revelation? Yes. As I was telling her each show that we ranked, she was like, oh, that one. I love that show. And then <laughs> yeah, the I know. One, oh, numbers. Numbers. I love numbers. <laughs> Excuse Sorry. me. That's num three years. 
upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had all castle side tank castle favorite show. Of course, of course. Of course. She had that Philly and bump, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's a callback right there. So, um, <laughs> yes, let's put them all on the screen here so we can work through the patterns. We can see if any num three-ers arise, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, naturally. Yes. Now, Olive Garden was on my list. Very, very good job, Christy, on that one. Um, breadsticks and salad. What more can I say? That yeah. salad is champion. It, yeah, it is. With yeah. the the black olives and the croutons, and it's got some like parmesan, isn't it? And then that like oil and vinegar dressing. Mm. Yeah, that's Which a great salad. On by the metric fuck ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't have to swear there, but I did. Yep. <laughs> And the last time we went to Olive Garden a few years ago, my dad said he wanted his breadsticks without butter on them. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh. my dad was a healthy person. <laughs> and so then the the server's like, oh, okay, I'll just make sure that we get you some special ones that don't have butter on them. And then, like, 30 minutes later, he's complaining because his no-butter breadsticks haven't come out. I'm like, Dad, that's because they had to make them specially for you. <laughs> Bespoke <Because> breadsticks. <laughs> all the breadsticks come pre-buttered. Yep. They're, they're back there scrubbing some off. <laughs> you ridiculous man. <laughs> Just eat the butter breadsticks. What if you could be, I mean, not to be mean, but what if you could be like, you're like, you could tell the future and you're like, you're going to die in a few years. Just eat the fucking butter breadsticks. <laughs> like, enjoy it while you can. Well, can you imagine um, the poor server who has to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. We'll we'll get you some breadsticks without butter and then goes back to the kitchen like, oh, <laughs> this fucking guy. Those breadsticks have been wiped clean on somebody's dirty apron. <laughs> oh, I am confident that if that had happened, they would have arrived a lot sooner to the table uh the show title is going to be life is short eat the buttered breadsticks <laughs> yes <Just> yes <laughs> what else is good about olive garden i do not remember anything about olive garden entrees because i don't remember the last time i had one no always no. salad yeah. soup and breadsticks absolutely absolutely um, anyone who can get away with naming a soup zupa toscana literally <laughs> tuscan soup <laughs> and it can be so know. good that that name doesn't offend me i mean come on <laughs> Come on, spicy Italian sausage and some sort of milky base broth with potato. And that's like one time I'm willing to eat kale because it's melted into that soup. (laughs) Into my veins. I don't. I will say, okay, so I have another family story. Um, uh, I forget how much we got into the show on this, but Sam's father passed away a couple of weeks ago. Something else we've been dealing with a few weeks ago now. And um, the day after all of that, I came home from... Albany, obviously, and we we spent the day with Sam's mom just to occupy her, mm-hmm. and we took her to Olive Garden just to get her out of the house and go for lunch. And I was like, "Hey, how often do you get to go to Olive Garden at a, on a Tuesday at noon, right? Which is you know the weekdays are the unlimited soup, salad, and breadstick lunch special. It's like six ninety nine for for all you can roll out with. Oh my god, how do they make a profit? <laughs> I don't know. How do that? How does that place turn a profit? I don't know. <laughs> And we, we were getting ready to go, and Marianne, my, my wonderful mother-in-law, just says, I've never been to an Olive Garden. <gasps> Clutch the pearls! <laughs> right? And I I, adore, I really, I love my mother-in-law uh, more than a lot of my family, and she loves me more than most of her kids, so it's fair. <laughs> and and I'm just like, what? How? And, and then I remembered, she has not, she doesn't leave Hyde Park. She doesn't leave the neighborhood of Boston. But wait, 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 wait. I've... 
been I know where that Olive Garden is, like in the South Shore Plaza or whatever, that little shopping center where there's a Target. Is that the one you all uh, went to? Off 93? You are making a, a terrible mistake here. There is a major difference between South Shore and South I Bay. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew and, I wasn't. And yeah. when I suggested that we go to the one in South Bay, she audibly recoiled. <laughs> That's because, what? 10 because, minutes from her house? Yeah, but it's, it's you know, it's not the greatest part of the city. And of oh. course, growing up, I'm not going to South Bay. Are you kidding? No, we ended up driving down to the one student. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, we drove out to a, an Olive Garden in the suburbs, and I got to watch this woman experience Olive Garden for the first time. <laughs> it's beautiful. And that's why I have something to add about how great Olive Garden is. They joke about the Hospitaliano, right? Well, they don't joke about it. It is their slogan. Or if you go to Burndy's, of course, when you're here, you're flammable. <laughs> right. Um, Burndy's. I didn't even think mm. about Burndy's not making the list. I no, Burndy's is fast casual. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, we'll put a link to Burndy's in the show notes for any of you who aren't familiar. So, um, it's genuine. Like, we left and she was like, the food was so good. And then she was also like, but the service, it was so fast. And I was like, yeah, because it's coming out of a vat. (laughs) Of course it was fast. (laughs) So, I mean, I think that's it, too. It's like, they're on point. They get that their audience is mostly 55 and up and that they uh, they need it before they they die. Yes. So we've got to keep it moving. Yep. That's it. And for all and that, I, if I'm in, a, say, like a foreign city or a foreign country, I don't know what the international Olive Garden scene is like, I would fuck with an Olive Garden. If I was, like, tired and hungry and I just needed to get something into me, absolutely. I'd be happy to go to an Olive Garden. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and nobody's going to judge you if you're with somebody who, say – wants to talk to the server a lot or thinks somebody at every other table looks familiar, Mm -hmm. you know, all basically that, uh, which insurance commercial is it where you're becoming your parents? Like those people are more than welcome at the, I like those commercials. They make me laugh. So good. Uh, Uh, yeah. So Olive Garden, a straight winner, but then Christy also had Starbucks. I love you, Christy, but Starbucks is still a coffee shop with shitty prepackaged food. No matter what they're willing to microwave for you. Yep. Still a coffee shop. Uh, and uh, quite the opposite of a shitty coffee shop, a delicious, delicious mm-hmm. option, Torchy's Tacos. But is it too regional? Well, it might be too regional, but it definitely is fast casual yeah. and not yeah. mid-range yeah. chain. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Bobby's right. You have to have a sit-down service yes. in order right. to fall into this category, and Torchy's is not yet it's still put your order in and take the number they bring it to you i you know i went to torchies when i was in austin all by myself and damn it was good i enjoyed every moment of it it's probably one of the better restaurants that we'll talk about on this list but doesn't fit the criteria. Uh, no. Um, I love going out to eat alone, by the way. I I, not, not all the time, but like there is something so great about being like, give me a small table or even sitting at the bar. No, I don't want to talk oh, to you. I love sitting at the bar. It's like one of my favorite things. To I'm going oh, no. to have my earbuds oh. in and I'm going to be watching the Olympics on mute. If I'm and at the bar, I'm... the bartender is too close. Yeah, but well, I feel like they don't have any time for me. So they're just like moving about and right. I can look at my phone for an hour or whatever. There is also a difference in etiquette here, Anne, which is that um, Hillary and I are ordering one to four drinks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's right there. Just yeah. give, me, give me that glass of wine over there. Thanks yeah. so much. Just, uh, you can almost get your glass under the Franzia box from where you're sitting at the bar. So, I'll tip um, on a Diet Coke. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but the, but the, they don't know that until you're done. That's true. That's you're true. ordering a Diet Coke and they're looking at their 15 or 20 or 25% thinking, oh, great, mm-hmm. change. Oh. Uh, whereas, you know, Hillary Wait. and I are spending more on dinner than drinks than food. Diet Coke detour. One of the few bad things about working from home was like the week before we shut down to go home back two marches ago now, I had put like $200 on my gopher cash card, which is my, you know, it's an all purpose. It's your employee ID, your student ID, your key card, and it also can hold your gopher cash. Um, Why did we have to have a gopher for a mascot? I don't know. (laughs) And it's all for the Diet Coke machine. Of course. In the basement of of my building, $2 Diet Coke. And then I went home and I was so aware of this $200 (laughs) sitting (laughs) in my account that I wasn't using. I was like, oh, that's one good thing about going back to the office. And then somebody said... I don't know. I don't think that Diet Coke machine has been touched in 18 months. So you may not want to drink the Diet Coke from there. It was like a blow to my soul. (laughs) I can't imagine. That's awful. What a waste. I should have come in just to to visit the vending machine and then gone back home. I'm just coming in to grab something really quickly. I'm going to be right out. I don't know if you what the camera situation is like there, but if you were to break that vending machine, they would have no choice but to replace all the Diet Coke. That is smash, true. Just smash and grab it all out of there. <laughs> the dead of night. It's like a Robin Hood situation. Though, where like a, you're doing the world a favor, you know, you're dumping it all. Yeah. That's, anyway. That's a cruel prank that's going to get played on the next 200 people who try to get a Diet Coke out of that machine yep. or whatever. But that has nothing to do with mid-range chain restaurants, other than that 95% of them serve Diet Coke. Uh, Good point, though, because as we've discussed many times, that moment when a server says, is Pepsi okay? And I say, no. No. (laughs) Or I get the dejected look on my face and I'm like, I'll just have water. (laughs) Uh, Yes, lunch today. Uh, Club soda, please. (laughs) Do you want a lemon or a lime? And I just said, surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, no. Di- I don't like fruit in my beverages for some oh. reason. No. Diet Coke. I mean, I lemon or lime. It's not, it's not like somebody wants shoving a banana in there. <laughs> I just I don't there's... need it. I want it pure. I want it pure and uncut. <laughs> Give me that bubbly gold. Uh, Diet Coke Detour is now a new show segment. I'm just oh. going to, we're going to trademark that. <laughs> All right. I doubt it's the last one. All right, so that was Christy's feedback. Also, she knew it was a top five and gave us three, but I don't know. She's very busy today. I'm not trying to That's judge. True. That's yeah, true. So, Anne, since we've already cracked your top five, why yep. don't you enlighten us on your next ones? I actually had six, but two of them are overlapped. So, I mean, I guess I feel okay about it. The first one, this is in no particular order. I just wrote down Red Lobster, Cheddar yeah. Bay Biscuits. Interesting. Yeah, they're pretty good. That good. was on my list of ones that we had to talk about whether or not it was on the list because, of course, of the late sort of great Mike Frizzell mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> kind of great whose actual cheddar bays graced a spectacular <laughs> photo in front of a red lobster <laughs> oh, I have that picture somewhere but he told me to take it off the internet when he was looking for work so <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't really go to ever go to red lobster when I was growing up because my mother doesn't like seafood in general she would every once a year or so she would do like a fried fish thing but other than that she just 
doesn't care for it. You know, some people love a fishy taste. Some people do not love a fishy taste. And she was one of them. So we never went to Red Lobster. And I think probably I went with some friends in college and then requested it for my birthday dinner when I was at home. And so I think my mom got the chicken at Red Lobster or something. (laughs) But we went and, and it is one of my fondest memories of so Matt would have been maybe nine and ordered the king crab legs. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then the server came That's and awesome. put down, and you know, it's these long spidery things, and the look on Matt's face was like, <gasps> but we were so unaccustomed to seafood that what he thought he was ordering was shrimp. Oh. oh and he just got the name mixed up in his <laughs> nine-year-old brain. Oh. And the server was so nice, and she showed him how to use, you know, the cracker and yeah. how to get the meat out. And I think it was a positive experience for him, but that look <laughs> on the, oh, my God, what is this terrible alien <laughs> creature? <laughs> oh, wow. You know, um, I haven't been to a Red Lobster since I was a kid. The decor is not strong, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they do have a lobster tank and that's yes. fun and i do like a like a shrimp three ways like a butterfly oh sure scampi and i forget what the third like one popcorn is popcorn situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah popcorn yep i just had fried shrimp for dinner i mean yep. it's, it's anything that's popcorn go to seafood yeah yep. i um was reminded i was listening to <laughs> fresh air this week, and she was interviewing Kenan Thompson, and he they were talking about there's an episode with Anne's favorite comedian of Saturday Night Live <laughs> where uh, John Mulaney is like a, I don't know, a waiter or something at a diner and somebody orders like the lobster and they're like, you can't order a lobster at a diner. Like we, we just have this like one 80 year old lobster and then they do like a, the one good thing about John Mulaney is he like loves musicals. And so they did like a Jean Valjean, like the lobster is Jean Valjean. <laughs> it's really funny. It's a, it's a good one. Well, and I have to say Minnesota is not a seafood no, hotbed. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have, refined tastes on that certainly and um and i don't you know i'm not gonna go for red lobster i probably haven't been to red lobster in 15 years but you know what it's not about experience no it's not no it's not i was thinking we should have our next tishi meet up in a in an olive garden <laughs> oh, well mm. i think we might have to but yep. I, yeah let's see where this list shakes out but i would say you know a red lobster might also not be because you know endless shrimp would be a, an affordable way to feed everyone mm-hmm. yeah so Yep, absolutely. All right. My next one, I'm going to go for Outback Steakhouse. Ooh, that's a good one, Anne. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anywhere you can get a cheap, not completely shitty steak and a baked potato? Well, this conversation's going to continue, so the answer is maybe. <laughs> oh, I see. We're going to have some cross-category conflict here, I think. Uh, well, however, I, mean, I will say at the place I have in mind, there maybe are some rules. Oh <laughs> no! That is a I, great commercial, though. I think I have had a blooming onion in my day. I'm sure it was in my college days. I remember thinking it was a bit much. Yeah, it's a little even then. overrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, for sure. For the day we do overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite appetizers. Uh, blooming onion definitely overrated. Yeah. And I love how, a good onion ring. How many other places do a version of the Bloomin' Onion? Isn't there a place that has an awesome blossom? 
Yes. Is that? Let's see. Awesome. Yes, because I used to. Is it Chili's? Yeah, Chili's has oh, an awesome yeah, blossom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with awesome blossom, which is my ambiolic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. But she's the only blossom, so yes. it's yes. not well, like in my in my opinionation, she is also the <laughs> Shut <awesome> up. <laughs> That's uh, two strikes, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, you're almost out. I don't have too much to say other about Outback other than you can take old people there and yes. it's unobjectionable. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's more than enough. <laughs> All right, keep going, because we're going to come back around to the cheap steak conversation. I'm going to go for Ruby Tuesday. I've only been once. They didn't really have them here, um, but they had them in Virginia. And I remember going and thinking it was like the cool. And they had a really good salad bar. And I was like, this place rules. That's That's the note that I made is the salad bar. It's an honest to God God good uh, salad bar. And I did check the Wikipedia page. And they have 200 plus uh, location. Oh no, they totally do. They, yeah. And I yeah, think there's yeah. some yeah. here now, but when I was growing up, they just weren't here. Yeah. So I was like, I'm unaware of this. I think they also loom large. Like people are aware of yes. Ruby Tuesdays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that salad bar is the only salad bar I can think of that has finely cubed ham on it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have pudding? It must. <laughs> yes. To yes. every good salad bar has pudding. Um, I mean, if you ask that about Pizza Hut, I would say <laughs> yes. Yes. But. <laughs> I don't remember for Ruby Tuesday, but every commercial salad bar should have chocolate pudding, yeah. cottage God cheese. cheese. <laughs> what else? I don't remember. Cantaloupe. Sliced yeah. cantaloupe. <laughs> Those are the dessert options. <laughs> uh, I forget. Uh, uh, my... my- Pudding aversion is because of one of those buffets. It was a truck stop diner, and I was a child, and I ate my weight in vanilla oh, pudding. No, and then did not. And then I let go of my weight in vanilla pudding, oh. and then I swore off pudding. I mean, once in a while, like if somebody puts a like a snack pack pudding cup or whichever one's the good one, I can never remember. That's one of the dangerous things about buying chocolate pudding cups is there's a good one, and then there's like three not good ones. And I can never remember which one I like. But yeah, vanilla pudding, I just can't. Like, I mean, no. chocolate pudding, it might be worth it. But vanilla pudding, mm. no. Right. Mm-mm. No. Not unless it's like a homemade. I mean, commercial vanilla pudding is, is not. Right. Yeah. Well, thank God I've only ruined thing. terrible things for myself. Like, oh, no, I don't want to eat vanilla pudding or SoCo because of too much consumption. <laughs> Two things I'll live just fine never eating again. Yep. Um, all right, let's see. I Which one of Hillary's am I going to take? I'm going to take one of yours. Uh, we have two in common. I'm going to take California Pizza Kitchen. Yes. That's Ew. a good one. You oh. know it's good when you can just put the initials down and we know what it is. <laughs> yep. So I like good. the one. Is it the, like, a, it's the one that has arugula on the top. But there's, yes. like, a salad on top of the pizza. Surprisingly yes. good. It's really, really good. I remember my mom ordered it in, like, 1995. Probably we all thought it was like healthy. Like, oh, it's a salad pizza. <laughs> it's not <laughs> healthy in the least, but it's really good. I had many friends that worked at CPK. That was like the job that they all had. And we were all, I was, I was jealous because I thought it seemed like fun. Um, I don't think it was. Have, didn't they have bankruptcy problems? I think so. And actually the one, there's still one at the mall here, but the one by my old, my house in Dallas has been torn down. I was like, oh. Yeah, because there was there were some here and they all left. 
So I don't know what the deal is. Do you remember? I remember thinking because, you know, I just thought California seemed very exotic that I was oh, like, yes. ooh, CPK. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my, it's, it's from California. There's a palm tree <laughs> on the logo. <laughs> I didn't know that California was known for its pizza. But... Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they fl- they filed for bankruptcy in July of 2020. Oh. Due to COVID-19. Also, Ruby Tuesdays just recently came out of bankruptcy. Sure. Mm. And not, I don't know who's getting the salad bar in <laughs> 2020. <laughs> oh, RIP. I know. Uh, look, I'm on the California Pizza Kitchen website. And do you know one of the founders? Wait, I just lost it. Okay, the founders of CPK, Rick Rosenfield and Larry Flax. Mm-hmm. A couple of classic Italian names right there. <laughs> yeah, lawyers, Los Angeles lawyers, even mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they make a good pizza. Do they you ever do. get the um, like the frozen CBK stuff? I have. That? They're fine. They're fine. I mean, I'm not like. I I find that the H E B frozen pizza is just as good and cheaper, so it's like I've, though I do like the barbecue pizza. It is good, but and but I would rather just go to C P K and get it there than get the frozen. Yeah, I feel like if I am making a frozen pizza, let's just go with the tombstone. Let's not exactly. pretend exactly that we're eating fancy shit. Yeah. Yep. Wegman's brand. Wegman's brand frozen you know, pizzas. Yeah, you know solid. what you you know what you want if yes. you're doing frozen pizza in your oven. Yep. Yep. I want to cry about it in half an hour. <laughs> exactly. I want to be standing in the shower sobbing after eating the whole thing. Why did I do that? Uh, yep. That's <laughs> uh, that's a that's a Wednesday night special in the bachelor apartment. <laughs> Actually, that's not true because it's been too fucking hot to turn the oven on. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's my list. All right. It's a good list. Okay. Solid list. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, since we're doing reveals and going left to right, I guess I'll go next. And uh, there is some olive, there's some overlap here, some olive wrap here. So um, I'm going to type in my overlaps as we go. So there's your Olive Garden right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have a feeling that that's going to be, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, a, a pretty high flyer here on the voting. Uh, and the next one I'm going to do is another one that's an overlap. It's one that I also share with Hillary. And that is, thank God it's Fridays. <laughs> that was the other one I had. <laughs> Oh, Fridays. <laughs> um, Fridays is a place that was um, formative for me in college because it was in the mall near the campus. It's where all of my college radio stations friends went out once a week for our quote unquote staff meeting, which really meant all of us sitting around and getting individual separate checks at TGI Fridays. <laughs> God, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I guess we were little assholes. We tipped well, though, because we were the nerdy kids and we felt bad. And also we'd almost always have at least one idiot friend working there. Uh, when we were there. Uh, and then we learned that you could order the breadsticks by the basket at oh. CGI Fridays, which is not on the menu. But uh, to my knowledge, you can still do that to that day, to this day. And you can order like two or six of them and they are deep fried. Yes. And so they come out and like, you can order a salad and get one with it, or you can just order a basket of deep fried breadsticks. I mean, is it a breadstick technically if it's deep fried? Well, it's bread and it's a stick. I mean, isn't bread baked? Is it baked and then fried? I assume it's, I assume it's par baked when it comes in on the truck from Cisco or mm, whatever. Okay. Like, I don't think that's. There's no artisans back there hand rolling these breadsticks. <laughs> Especially dare. excuse they're all, me. <laughs> they're all. Ex- this is not um, Olive Garden. Mm. So they are all exactly the same size. 
<laughs> and uh, the best part is to get them deep fried and they would have the lines on the bottom from being pressed against the basket. <laughs> and then get them with any dipping sauce you want. So you could, they would bring out butter or marinara to dip them in. Or if you were me, Jack Daniels glaze because the fried carbs wasn't diabetic enough for me. I had to dip them in the sugar bourbon sauce. Absolutely. Um, And then, of course, yeah, all of the Jack Daniels options, like the sesame-encrusted mini chicken bites that were 90% sesame and 10% chicken. Um, The uh, the burgers with the Jack Daniels glaze on them. Yeah, just all just sugar-coated bar food. Absolutely. And you, You know what I think puts Fridays over the top? It's the flair. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. It is, it the, is flare. the flare. <laughs> oh, just all that shit on the walls. My it's favorite f- table used to be right <laughs> under an entire 1990s computer that was mounted to the wall. It's just a feast for the eyeballs, that place. <laughs> I mean, I, I I didn't put them on my list. Well, they don't exist anymore, but Bennigan's was a, like a serious competitor to Fridays, but I did always prefer Fridays. Oh, I, I got I to gotta say something, though. To all our college student listeners, and there are many of them, I'm sure, <laughs> you stop that shit with the it's my birthday stuff. Oh, it's the worst. It is not your birthday. And for God's sake, don't tell them it's my birthday. I want no part of this. <laughs> Leave me out of your ruse. It is far too embarrassing. And I won't do it, I promise. As of 2018, there were still 33 Bennigan's locations. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty great. There's a South Park that revolves around Bennigan's. should see if I can dig that out. I think that's what it is. It's And there were knockoffs, too. In Rochester area, there was a restaurant called, um, oh, was, it, was it Shenanigans? It was something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I actually oh my God, no. Shenanigans. <laughs> It's just fun. We're just having fun here. That's what we're yeah, doing. You know. Some shenanigans. <laughs> uh, all right. And I'm taking a run at your Outback Steakhouse. I have right, a competitor that I would like to put on the map. And that uh, is Texas Roadhouse. Is Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Bobby <laughs> loves a Texas Roadhouse. I but love see, a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> the thing is, I can only put things on my lists that I have been to. I've never been to a Texas Roadhouse. Ergo, could not make Ant's list. Ah, yeah. you know, I guess, I guess that, uh, I live that, in Minnesota. <laughs> that's not the Outback. I know. <laughs> uh, Texas Roadhouse. So for the uninitiated, uh, you enter a Texas Roadhouse and it is designed to look, I mean, I guess what Hollywood would think a Texas saloon looks like, except much larger and with booths. Um, and lots of neon signs and things like that. Of course. Um, there are, in pre-COVID times, buckets of peanuts on the table where you shell them and throw the shells on the floor like a dick or put them in Ugh. another bucket. Um, now, post-COVID, we actually went to one recently for the first time in a long time, but we were in Albany a couple weeks ago. And um, they had just bags of peanuts that you could just take with you. And I didn't mm-hmm. even bother because the fun is eating it at the restaurant. Um they offer steaks in various sizes, and if you look at the larger ones, you can go over to the steak case and pick out your steak. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like the lobster See case. How loudly it moves. Yeah. And they give you these um, these raised rolls with cinnamon butter as, like, the at-the-table-when-you-arrive appetizer snack, and they just keep coming. And if you have a great server, they somehow end up in a to-go cart on your way out, too. And they're just so damn good. 
these yeast rolls. I've heard about the so rolls, good. frankly. So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like for $9.99 on Wednesdays, you can go in there and get an eight ounce steak and two sides, your baked potato or your vegetable did day or mashed or fries or chili or a salad or whatever. It's a cheap date, big beers, good service. The servers all stop occasionally to do a line dance together, which is thoroughly nope. annoying. Nope. 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 But other it's than not that, coyote it's, ugly, fellas. It's 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 coyote modest. I mean it's <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of sixes doing some line dances, it's fine. But like it's uh it's easy. The food is pretty good. Sam's a big fan of the um uh, the chicken fingers, which have a dumb name that I can't remember suddenly. Texas Roadhouse chicken fingers. Yes, I'm Googling and talking. They've got a name that's worth mentioning. Uh, really? You're going to make this this hard on me? Chicken kickers, uh, chicken lickers. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken <laughs> critters. Chicken <laughs> critters. Critters. What? You were very close. <laughs> the chicken critter salad is actually even their side but, salad's impressive so the Texas chicken Roadhouse. is the critter how can it be a chicken critter you're, you're overthinking it so yeah texas roadhouse i believe they do have some sort of blooming onion knockoff but they also have fried pickles mm, fried pickles are so which everyone knows is a su- they're so what? good i said i don't hate that oh don't hate that i was gonna say <laughs> what we, we're gonna have to have words <laughs> Bobby was about to throw like, some fisticuffs. <laughs> I, so Tex- I have an unfortunate prejudice against Texas Roadhouse, even though I've never been. And it's only emerged in the past year. And that's because there is a Texas Roadhouse that has arrived within the last five years over in Woodbury, which is where you stayed the last mm-hmm. time I saw you when you came here, Bobby. That hotel that was in the middle of nowhere otherwise. Yep, exactly. Yep. Well, just give it five years and it'll have blown up all kinds of dining and living options or something i don't it was a weird yeah so up the road a ways there is a texas roadhouse and i go out to woodbury every once in a while because there's my favorite fast casual asian place that i would go and get takeout in every once in a while and i would drive by the texas roadhouse what a pf changs no nope um, oh, you said fast casual. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Not, different show. I've never yeah. been to Beef Chanks. Um, but I would drive by the Texas Roadhouse, and that motherfucking parking lot was so full. This whole last year and a half during the pandemic, as soon as the restaurants reopened, I mean, absolutely packed. And I'm like, who are all these COVID lovers? Going to the Texas Roadhouse, it cannot be that good. And so I know that's not Texas Roadhouse's fault. It's Bobby's fault. It's Bobby's yeah. fault. No, I, I believe, just... if I remember correctly, Greg Abbott actually outlawed masks at Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yes, he did. His jurisdiction spreads far and wide. It's like an embassy. <laughs> yes. And any Texas related properties. I do, so I hold that against them, but I realize that that's not fair. Yeah. Go, go on a slower time and. Yeah, next time I'm down there, we'll go to Woodbury together. We'll because exp- there's no other good food in the Twin Cities, right? So we'll just go. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's Actually, it. I just I need those cheese curds you fed me last time. We went. Mm, I got anyway. other places where you can right. get cheese curds too. Cheese curd tour. I'm gonna die so young. Texas Roadhouse next. Next, you know, I'm a fan of of a restaurant that is open late, and I'm also a fan of a restaurant where. Where either you can take a lot of people who have uh, disparate tastes, 
or if you're just not quite sure what you want because you know they'll be able to fulfill whatever you end up realizing you want, that restaurant is the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yes. Mm, I considered it. <laughs> yes. The menu as big as a Bible. And <laughs> Do I want to know how they have all this different food on demand? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, the, the real answer is that it's like a Mexican restaurant where it's all made out of the same six things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell. But um, yeah, for the number of times that we've come home from traveling and it's like midnight and we're driving home from the airport and Texas and uh, Cheesecake Factory is open and available and you can sit down in a in a dimly lit mood lit room with weird frescoes on the walls <laughs> and just, you know, Sam can get, you know, um, a faux Asian fusion dish and I can get a fried shrimp platter or something. <laughs> What would you say the theme of Cheesecake Factory is? Industrial chic. No. Um. <laughs> because there's not a lot of factory to it. No, there's not a lot. It, I, in fact, I think it's sort of like an olive garden, but matured up a few notches. The high ceilings, the dark colors. the It, it sort of has this... Um, this uh if a child was to describe a fancy restaurant (laughs) absolutely like everything has gold trim and the seats are leather and there's painting all the way up on the walls and lots of glass and you know but the entrees are 18 (laughs) dollars yes it is expensive i'm always a little bit taken aback by it yeah but i think it's worth it no and then the, the bread to the table once again of course that's a running theme on all of these restaurants actually yep uh you know it just uh uh, cheesecake factory it always comes through like i've left i've left a cheesecake factory and thought that could have been a little better but i've never left a cheesecake factory and thought that was terrible no Never. yeah and, and i will i will say that i um i got bridget requested a cheesecake for her birthday and fuck if i was gonna make one so i was like Man, i'll go to cheesecake factory and you know what it was really good oh that's interesting i almost yeah. never get dessert there i never would either but i was like well there's a whole factory that makes <laughs> cheesecakes that are two miles away i'm just gonna go there it was pretty good and then here's the thing that i was gonna say cheesecake factory doesn't make my list because cheesecake not that good there no yeah it's for an <laughs> eight-year-old oh it's fine. yeah but... Like, it's fine. It's really thick cheesecake. It's really, really dense cheesecake. But they did have her, you know, specific cookies and cream Mm -hmm. cheesecake. A lot of variety. Yeah, they do have 87 different kinds of cheesecake. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Uh, When I was in college, I was working at the student paper with a kid who started coming in just exhausted when we would be starting the day. And he told us it was because he started an overnight shift working at the cheesecake factory and we're just looking at him and we're like kind of cheesecake factory has an overnight shift what the hell are you doing there and he goes no not the cheesecake factory a cheesecake factory factory. factory. he was working in a food service plant where they were making the cheesecakes that go out to like walmart and stuff uh (laughs) he said it was the grossest place you'd ever sure it's disgusting (laughs) oh i'm sorry uh, one more, and this one's tough. This was one that I think is is maybe not national enough, but I wanted to put it on here anyway for a couple of reasons, and that is Friendlies. Oh, I have been to one on the East Coast. Okay. So I recognize that Friendlies isn't everywhere. It's actually from not far from here in Massachusetts. And has did Friendlies ever make it that far out? 
No, I am aware of friendlies, but I have never been to one. I remain suspicious of a place that has to tell you (laughs) (laughs) that they're friendly in the title. Yeah, Uh, yeah, not Predators was actually number six on my (laughs) list. (laughs) Um, Like like Mr. Dingaling, the ice cream truck in my neighborhood in Albany. Hand to God, that's the name of the truck. God. (laughs) Not Predator. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that should be the tagline if it is Mr. Dingaling. Um, I chose Friendly's because, you know, as a kid, it's where we went for ice cream sundaes and fried food dinners. Uh, but also because they had a killer breakfast menu. And even when Sam and I were living in Rhode Island, there was one not far from us that was still open for breakfast. And on weekdays, it was buy one, get one breakfast between 6 and 9 a.m. What? Or, wow. or between 9 and noon or something like that. Like, we could go and get, you know, what's it cost them? Two extra dollars in eggs? But BOGO breakfasts and the breakfasts were really good. Well, yeah. Yeah. So a shout out to the East Coasters who who knew and loved friendlies. Almost all of them have closed now, if not all of them. But I feel like if you mess up breakfast, you're doing something wrong. Yes. Because it's so easy to like you got some bacon, you get some eggs, you get some toast. How can you possibly screw that up? Yeah. Yeah. Friendlies is the closest thing to a diner I could come up with because I wanted like an overnight, up all night, late night, early morning breakfast sitch, and I didn't want to do Denny's. No. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like we've got friendlies in the Northeast, except for Rhode Island. The one we went to is a mass. Pennsylvania, Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, um, uh, Georgia, and Florida. I was doing that with an unlabeled U.S. map, so I just had to take Good a minute job. to make sure I didn't get my states wrong. Good job. Yeah. That's my list. All right. Okay, I'll breeze through mine since. Well, I'm I'm gonna sub in one because two of mine were taken, so I'm gonna sub in one, and That's I'll fair. just do. Um, okay, so my ultimate number one, always and forever, is Chili's. I love Chili's. I still like when the kids say, "Let's go to Chili's." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, let's go to Chili's," because they have the um, southwestern egg rolls, which are delicious. Also, the quesadilla explosion salad sounds disgusting, but it's actually really good. I think that's one of those where you're like, salad, it's healthy. But if you look at the nutrition information, you could eat like three burgers. I know, it would be the same. And I'm like, it's a salad. I'm so dainty. I'm a dainty girl. But um, my, I just, you know, Chili's is like McDonald's. It's pretty consistent wherever you go. But my favorite story about Chili's is that I went on a date with a guy when I lived in Los Angeles. By the way, he was also like dating like in a serious relationship was a relationship with somebody else, which I found out when I like went into his closet to get something and I saw platform like flip flops and I'm like, who's are these? And he was like, I have to tell you something. I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, he, on our first date, he was like, Hey, I'm sorry. Is it okay if we go to Chili's? And I probably as like a good, like high maintenance girl should have been like, no, I don't want to go to Chili's. Like take me somewhere else. And I was like, no, that's great. (laughs) Yes. Please take me to Chili's. It was delicious. And I probably housed, uh, some Southwestern egg rolls. Um, so yeah, I love it. It's, um, another, uh, another one that I put on here that actually I have to retract because, it's really like a fast casual because it's like nice, but it's not you order it and they bring it to your table. It's not like a, you know, sit down kind of establishment is corner bakery. Both of these, I don't think anymore, but both of these at one point were owned by the Brinker corporation, which is based in Dallas. So there's a lot of Brinker um, properties, which is a really big line of a fast casual kind of deal that that's sort of their, their bread and butter. They have on the border, which is a Mexican restaurant, which is like a fine Mexican. I mean, if you're in Dallas, don't go to on the border, but if you're other places, it's, 
it's pretty decent. I like a good on the border. Yeah, no, it's good. It's solid. It's a, you know, good chips and salsa. Exactly. Back to the carbs. Table service chips and salsa. I mean, you can't go wrong with it. It's it's <laughs> it's the uh, you know Tex Mex um, rolls, like butter rolls. You're like, mm-hmm. just bring me the chips and salsa. So I love a Chili's. As aforementioned, I love Fridays, loved CPK. Um, okay, this one is mildly controversial only because it's it's pretty regional, but I did look and there's 200, I think, um, of these. But I love Chewy's, and I know that it's probably largely a Texas-based one or maybe Southwestern-based one. But again, one of my, my when I was pregnant with Bridget, there was like a Cobb salad there. Again... Like it is this, there is no health that goes into it mostly because there is a dressing that is really like I use it for the dressing because it's called creamy jalapeno. It is really spicy and it's so good. And I would make Dave get like three extra ones. So when I was pregnant, that's all I wanted. I wanted creamy jalapeno salsa on the salad with a diet seven up. That was my exact (laughs) order. And I'm like, you have to go get me a diet. I'm sorry. You have to go. And he's like, that means I have to go all the way to another place. I'm like, I don't care. I'm carrying your baby. Go get it. Um, but yeah, Chewy's is definitely, and it's a little bit regional, but still delicious. Um, yeah, they're not ever going to have a Chewy's in Minnesota, I don't think. I know. Think. I'm trying to see. Let's, uh, well, it's, let's see. It's in Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia. Indiana. I mean, it's, yeah, it's mostly south. It's all over the south, plus like some mid, the most, there's one in Illinois. I don't know if it's about as close as it gets to, to you, Anne. Um, but it is very delicious. Oh, okay. So then my last one that I had had listed before I sort of added one is macaroni grill. I remember when the macaroni grill, do y'all have those there? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, yeah. re- I remember when it opened, like when I was in middle school and it was a revelation to me. I definitely had Italian food plenty of times, but this seemed very like, oh, it's Italian. Like they would, right. <laughs> it was the first time I had ever had anybody pour olive oil like into a dish and like put like Parmesan and salt and stuff in it and be like, oh, like dip your bread in it. And I had never done that before. And I was like, this is like amazing. Like how have I never known that this existed? And I got manicotti there for the first time and I just was like in hog heaven. I loved it. And they have crayons on the table. <laughs> Isn't that Nobody... the one where the server writes their name yes. on the tablecloth yes. upside yes. down with the crayon? My mom would go with her friends sometimes and, you know, they have house wine on the table. Like it's kind of, I don't know if it's like this anymore, but it was like, just tell us how many glasses you had. And she's like, it's great. You just tell them how many glasses and they, that's what they charge you for. I'm like, mom, they can tell when it's empty that you like, finished the bottle. <laughs> I don't think you're going to snow them and be like, oh, I had one glass of wine. Um, I haven't been to a macaroni grill in so long. I'm looking to find the closest location, and I don't think there's any near Boston. I know. I wonder. I should take the kids there. I bet they would. I mean, I don't know if it's the the same deal, but man alive, I was was into that. And I don't. I, like, notoriously don't love Italian food. I mean, I like it. But I don't really love pasta that much. I not pasta, you weirdo. I know. It's so weird. And it's not because – it's not like I – it's not that I hate pasta. I just don't crave it. And then also right. it makes me too full. So I right. like, can't eat other foods. So I'm like, I know that you're more of like a potato focused for your carbs. Yes, yes right. exactly. I'm potato forward. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay. And then my final one, which Bobby, you kind of inspired me. Cause I, I was thinking like Kirby lane is probably my favorite 
like diner restaurant here, but that's yeah. I mean it's a chain. It is a local chain. Like they is it a chain though, or are they all owned wholly and you know like just? I think it's a chain. I mean, I think it's wholly owned by hmm. Kirby. I don't know, it's but it's really owned by Mr. Kirby. Mr. Kirby, but it, it's only here. Like I, yeah. they don't even have him in Dallas. So it's spectacular. It's really, really good, and kind of along the lines of like, what do you want? You know, it's mostly Tex-Mex slash breakfast based, but uh, but um, and it's open twenty four hours a day. But it's actually like pretty good quality food, not crazy expensive. I love it. But in going down that really. I guess in the TBTL world, I do love a Waffle House. I really do love a Waffle House. It is it is good, and it's open 24 hours a day. The hash browns are killer. And, you know, kind of like you were saying, you can't really screw up breakfast that much. And it's just as it, like when I was driving the kids one time from Louisiana to Dallas, I'm like, we're all starving. I don't want to stop at McDonald's. I actually, like, want to sit down and eat something. I want to get some coffee. And there was the Waffle House, the beacon, the light beacon. <laughs> oh, my God. Of, of the Waffle House is the answer to that question, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And when I, um, when I was in college, I did a study abroad program. Obviously, they do not have Waffle House in, like, Oxford. But we had to also study in Sewanee, Tennessee, where the University of the South is. And until recently they really didn't have any chain restaurants in that town they really tried to make it like oh only local restaurants but the one that they had while i studied was studying there was a waffle house so we would go almost every night no wonder i gained like 25 pounds while i was on that trip because it was like let's get some like smothered covered (laughs) (laughs) it was delicious but yeah those are mine well now Um, what well I, i have a structure here but first um I you I had an honorable mention that didn't quite make my top five, but because we were talking about salads that are less healthy than burgers, <laughs> almost um, all of them. Uno's. Oh yeah, Uno's is good. Which you know the pizza is fine. You know if you're gonna if you're gonna get a bread cased lasagna anywhere, lasagna you know Uno's is a great choice. Uh, but when I was in working in the back bay in Boston, my office for about a year was in a building that had an Uno's in the first floor. And so when the weather was shitty or I just felt like drinking on my lunch, I could just walk down there without even, you know, barely, you know, I could just throw shoes on and whatever, go. And yes, I take my shoes off my desk. At least I used to. Um, and they have a chopped honey crisp chicken salad. <laughs> Is it like fried chicken? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's 1,320 calories. Mm-hmm. You know what? And the it's ingredients fine. on that salad are crisp, fresh greens. That's great. Check. <laughs> Chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Then thin spaghetti. <laughs> I love the salad. There's pasta in the salad. <laughs> I think it's actually vermicelli. I don't know why they wrote thin spaghetti. And then uh, bacon, red peppers, tomatoes, cheddar, and honey mustard dressing. Yowza. Mm. That's actually the how it's written on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as we're back to the the salad uh, nutritional facts, do you want to know what's in the quesadilla explosion salad? Because I I know this because it's the one that my Weight Watchers leader always used to use as the example of, of how, what not salad of what to get. not to get, like what you do when you think you're being healthy. But I'm not going to tell you what it is if you don't want to know. Uh, no, no, I'd like to know. Yes, it's fourteen hundred and ten calories. <laughs> 82 grams of carbs. Oh, my God. Oh my God. And the real kicker, the sodium, 
2,230 milligrams of sodium. It's 93% of your recommended daily allowance of sodium. Like weekly allowance. Oh, God. I know I was going to use the picture of that license plate, but now we might have to use the picture of the quesadilla explosion. (laughs) I mean, such a violent name for it. It really is. It's what it does in your intestines. (laughs) Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to do this by um, unilaterally just talking through it. So Okay. Um, I, now that, that we're in a, an hour and 49 minutes into this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we, I think we have some clear winners here. I think that Olive Garden yeah. has yes. three out of four. And I think in your heart, Hillary, it has yeah, you two. No, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah, rank yeah. them after we get the list down. So we got Olive Garden. That's that's on the list. Um Fridays had two and a half, three, three really. Three. So I think Fridays mm-hmm. makes the yeah. list. All right, um, those were the clear cut winners. So here's what I'll ask now. And do you have a passion on your list of restaurants that's left that you think is the top of your list besides Olive and Fridays? No. Okay, that's good to know. I am willing to throw a vote behind Chili's. Simply for the baby back ribs jingle. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back. I remember one time my, my girlfriend and I were singing it and we both hit the like change and we were so excited that we did it. Like without the background, we were so excited that we did it in unison. I mean, the best part clearly is the Chili's baby back ribs. And then somebody goes, mm-hmm, Chili's baby back ribs, barbecue sauce. Oh, the best part of that jingle is the same part I hate about every Taylor Swift song. <laughs> the talking part. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, boy, you know, I, I wouldn't have put CPK on my list, but I think it's just because I have had less CPK than, than you have through the years. They're in Boston, but I just, there's only one in the city and there's more way out in the suburbs. And it just never lands on my regular. Cause when I eat pizza, I want to eat like a sad amount of greasy pizza, mm-hmm. not an upscale pizza, but I'm, I'm willing to cave. Not cave. I'm willing to negotiate here. I'm willing to put CPK on the list if... Oh, boy. This is a real tough one between Texas Red House and Cheesecake Factory. I think Cheesecake Factory is the other winner because of its breadth. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm willing to do Cheesecake Factory and CPK as a... Pa- it's just like um, how the House won't pass the Senate's infrastructure bill <laughs> if they don't also pass the budget resolution. I'm willing to, I'm willing you, to do those two are together. Are you okay with leaving out Texas Roadhouse? Well, you know what? I'm okay leaving out Texas Red House if Outback Steakhouse also doesn't get on the list. Well, here's the thing. It's our goddamn list. If we want six things, I don't understand why we can't have six. <laughs> well, because then we're going to have a steakhouse uh, duel. No, no, no. Right? I'm I'm willing to give you Texas Roadhouse. Ooh. It's very important to you, Bobby. You know, it's interesting. When I explained this to my dear Aunt Rose today, who... God help me, we'll never figure out how to listen to this. Um, she said, well, what if you all have the same five? And I said, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, well, what if you do? I said, we'll still find a reason to fight. But no, I mean, I, I appreciate that. I think, all right, Texas Roadhouse. I, I don't want my whole list to just be here. I mean, that's, I feel like that's what's happening here. Although I do consider myself the connoisseur of these things on this team. Bobby, we yeah. waited to have this conversation so you could be available for it. And I don't feel that strongly about any of mine. Yeah. Okay. Is this a ranked list or is this just our top six? 
I don't understand how we could rank them. No, they're so there's different. no way. Yeah, it's apples and oranges. We can't do yeah. that. And it's yeah. really a situational <laughs> thing. To olives, to steak. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Because all of these serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is our list. This is our list. All right. Congratulations. Um, actually, that just reminded me of another tea she recommends, too. So that's good. <laughs> so just for the record, in, in no particular order, it's Olive Do I need Garden. To alphabetize he, them for the sake no, of... No, shut up. No. Uh, it's almost... I was going to say reverse alphabetized, but it's not. Olive Garden, TGI Fridays, Chili's, Texas Roadhouse, Cheesecake Factory, and California Pizza Kitchen. I'm happy with that list. I am too. I'm satisfied with it. Is this going to be like Unilever where we find out that five of these are all owned by the same parent <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. It's all blinker. Okay. All right. I like it. I, I like I like our mm-hmm. list. I think it covers, and it covers, it's really good national coverage. We didn't, we really stayed away from the regional. Right. Yep. So good I job, guess guys. that means we have to ask the question of the week. What's your favorite mid-range chain restaurant you know up to six (laughs) one one and and you know as we said let's try to make it national no hyper local chains or regional chains if we can uh avoid it because we want it to be something that everybody's heard of unless they're one of our hot sips where we're trying to sell ads right exactly (laughs) then we will pander like crazy absolutely Good discussion. Now, before we go to Tishi Recommends, can we do some breaking news and get Bob's email in under the wire? I was hoping we would. Do, yes. do, do, do. I mean, breaking news. I mean, now it, now is the time. So we just, hot off the presses, got an email from Bob about his bad habits. I would like to read it. Okay, dudes. You know, I can hear that exactly in Bob's voice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I chew ice. Annoys the hell out of my wife, but it's too much of a compulsion to stop. It's so satisfying. I've heard all the usual theories as to the reason behind this sexual frustration, missing some essential nutrient, relief of anxiety. Since no one has provided me with any studies on the subject, I really don't care. In order to reduce tension in my marital life, I've taken to surreptitiously (laughs) sucking on ice cubes instead. Not as satisfying as chewing, but if it prevents me from being dope slapped, I can live with it. I think that's a good goal for all of our lives is to prevent ourselves from being dope slapped. So (laughs) I applaud that. Good job, Bob. I don't think ice chewing has anything to do with anything. I think some people just enjoy a crunching. That's all. That's all there is to it. Yep. Not me. Not after getting all my teeth fixed. No, I can't yeah, imagine doing true. anything like that yeah. now. <laughs> you and you and Meredith need to be careful yeah. of your teeth and jaws. Yeah. Um. All right. Move to tea. She recommends. I um have been listening to this podcast that I like. Always, you know, a podcast is good when you're like, I wish this was like ten minutes longer. I kind of want just a little bit more, and every episode is about thirty minutes. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, <laughs> not even. Um, it's called Gene and Roger. It's a Ringer podcast um, network show, and it's about Gene Siskel and Robert Ebert, Roger Ebert, um, and you know, just talking about how they really truly did have this rivalry. They kind of didn't like each other, but then obviously grew to have some admiration and love for each other. And I just, when I'm listening to it, I'm realizing how 
formative they were for me. Like I watched mm-hmm. it every week, every single week. And that's like how I knew about, I mean, I grew up in a movie literate house. You know, my parents went to see movies all the time and they still do, but I, it was just how I was exposed to what new movies were coming out. And I know I had a film professor who was very, um, down on them saying like it's too you know like you were saying it's too binary it's a little bit too like thumbs up thumbs down but if you watched it they did would have really good discussions on it and they wouldn't just talk about blockbusters they would talk about foreign films or really small films and it was just ever how I ever heard of anything super tiny coming out and I, I just I loved them they were not perfect but I loved them and actually I remember when oh, this is so dor- I'm such a fucking dork um when Gene Siskel died I was a sophomore in college and I remember it was like March of 99 or something like that and I remember being sad because I was like he's never gonna see a phantom menace that makes me so sad and now I'm like he probably is glad that he died before that one came out because it's you know after now seeing it again it's truly an abomination but um but it's a good it's a good quick show that just kind of talks about their influence on culture and their influence on criticism so I recommend it yeah and it sort of had the vibe of a cable access show they were you know like just like a black yeah. set right yep. and yeah like a fake movie theater kind of chairs deal. just super low budget mm-hmm. it was all just about their conversation and it was great yeah it was and i remember when when gene died and they tried to replace him with richard roper i was like this is not the same richard roper mm-hmm. is a douche and this does not work and you know roger ebert till his dying day really still churned out some really really good um, film criticisms and he was the first film critic i didn't know this he was the first film critic to win a pulitzer so, I mean, despite maybe being for the masses, he actually was a pretty... He was really an excellent writer about yeah, other was, stuff, too. He, he used was. to, like, mm-hmm. write about spending time in England and mm-hmm. stuff. And, of course, with his health troubles, yeah. oof, that was know, a tough... That was, br- that was brutal. Tough road man. for him. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good it's a good show. And each episode is, like, 30 minutes long, which I'm always like, I want it to be more. I want to hear more about them. Um, okay. I guess more importantly, Bobby, what is this nonsense that you wrote down here <laughs> sorry i'm scrambling now to find a dumb movie from 1974 to say what his criticism pulitzer was for right, like i just wanted to come too. in and be like it's for, yeah exactly it's it's for his review of the the original version of the longest yard oh like with uh, no. um with burt reynolds and stuff i don't think it actually is no, oh, oh I, I was like what godzilla versus mecha godzilla uh, no, I, I'm not fast enough for that joke. So we're going to move on. <laughs> yes. The, this is from the days of when we would recommend things from Amazon. I know I'm really Patu. trying to buy less. Patu. Patu. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> Do I need to spin now or something? Salt it from my shoulder. <sighs> this goes back to the refrigerator thing in the apartment. Uh, I was trying to solve, uh, yet another first world problem at the bachelor pad. Uh, I have a coffee maker. It doesn't have a timer on it. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to wake up to the smell of freshly brewed coffee? And then I thought I could get a coffee maker with a timer on it, but that would be a waste because I already have a perfectly functioning coffee maker. And then I thought I could get one of those outlets with a timer on it that turns on and off like we use for the lights in the house, but nobody's home so that they think there's somebody there. Uh, and then I thought, what if that accidentally turns on while I'm gone? It just burns out the coffee maker. Right. So mm. we don't need, we don't want that because you have to leave the coffee maker in the on position to do that. And then I remembered that we had in the old house. Um, in fact, they're in the apartment now, a little keychain with on off buttons on it, 
for plug switches so that we could plug various lamps and things into them. And then instead of having to reach for the lamp in an awkward spot, we could just press the on and off button on this little keychain remote. And that was super handy. And I thought, well, I'll just get those again. And so I ordered a set of those for the bachelor pad apartment, for the Albany apartment. And I plugged the coffee maker into one of those. And now it's not on a timer, but when I'm first waking up, the first alarm goes off. The coffee maker's all ready to go pre-prepped the night before. I can just press the on button. And then, you know, four minutes later, fresh coffee. So by the time I'm really, you know, rousing, I can have fresh coffee. And I didn't have to do any of the prep. And I didn't have to get up and walk across the room to turn on the coffee maker. Is this a really small problem I solved? Yes. (laughs) But it's great. And it makes you happy. Makes me happy. The other one, that came in a three-pack. And so the second one, I put on the unit uh, uh, air conditioner, the window unit. Uh, because I'll be laying in bed and after several hours of running the thing, I'll finally get the apartment cold. And it's not one that has a thermostat on it. It just turned it on and set to full blast. Now I can turn it off from bed. Magic. Wow. You are just it's, living like a king. It's really, <laughs> it's, you know, somewhere I have an old clapper and I have the dream of just <laughs> and turning off the air conditioner. And then I thought, I have I have one of these left. What should I do with it? I've got this third one. And then it occurred to me, the fridge. Mm. Oh. So now when we're recording there, I can kill the fridge humming and then turn it right back on after. And I don't have to reach behind the fridge to unplug it and try to plug it back in. So uh, this three pack of uh, wireless remote control outlet switches, I don't care where you buy it. I'm not going to put a link, but just consider buying some of these remote control pluggy thingies. Just go to go to your local uh, locally owned hardware store and ask for them, and say Bobby sent me. He said I need some of these <laughs> wireless remote control outlet switch power plugs for household appliances. Wireless remote light switch. I'm not Three pack lie. with one remote. I kind of wish that you had the fridge on a clapper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every time I'm watching live television, the fridge is just losing its shit. <laughs> you know the thing that bugged me about the clapper commercial is that they. They clapped so flappily. <laughs> they uh-huh. did. You know? <laughs> like a... They really leaned into it. <laughs> I was like, no, you got to hold the wrists stronger. <laughs> it's like an insulting, sarcastic lap. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> uh, and then also, I just want to plug something that we have plugged on the show many times before, but it's been at least six months. I checked the run sheet history real quick, and the last time it was actually on a run sheet was 2018, so I think it's okay. Oh, my God, Bobby. <laughs> this. Uh, the bit about Gary Goldman on how the states got their abbreviations. And the reason I say that now is because that's exactly what we just did with the restaurants, which is this was something that was supposed to take 20 minutes. <laughs> and this came to mind today because I saw the license plate Dottie. <laughs> and Dottie is the name of the secretary in the bit. And it just makes oh. me laugh every time I see the name Dottie now, oh. you vulgar lush. You know, randomly, like last month, YouTube suggested that to me. So... <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, if I could, if I can get you enough Gary Goldman bits, then maybe it'll push that other bum out of your. It, uh, it'll push the Mulaney out. I <laughs> feel compelled to say once again, I like John Mulaney. I just don't understand why YouTube is bound and determined to have me watch Mulaney content all day early. You day. will. Yep. <laughs> well, Dottie, will thank you. All right, that's it for recommending. All right, then let's get involved with the show. We have finally arrived at the ending of the final stop on this particular train. 
Whew. And if you would like to get involved with the show, you can always visit the website at thisshowhaseverything.com. Someday in the future, if you'd like to make a donation to our jam fund, we may get the link fixed. Please. I don't know. We don't know how to do it. Jeremy's so busy. I could put a oh. PayPal button on there just for my own PayPal. <laughs> well, that smells like a scam. Yes. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, you can certainly visit us at throwyourphone.com and submit your commentary and criticism to us. We read it all. It's not all from, what did, what did I say? Um, who, Scott? Somebody, Scott. Richard. Richard. No, it's Mr. Richard Kenneth. <laughs> Mr. Brian, Richard Or Brian Kimble. Scott. Is <laughs> 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 it was a one-armed I man? don't care. <laughs> if Dr. Richard Kimball wants to write to us through com, can. We will help him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether he's played by Harrison Ford, whether he's played by Tim Daly. <laughs> Tim Daly. <laughs> we will help him. Uh, the show Twitter is at Tishy Show. Oh, I skipped the Facebook group. Uh, come answer the question of the week. Post anything Diet Coke related. Yes. I saw that. Yes. I'm always happy to read that. You can email us at Tishy at 10710.com. As Hillary says, 10710 spelled out. It's Elliot's birthday. That's how we can remember October 7th, 2010. Or send us a voice memo, attach it to that email, and we'd be happy to hear your voice or fax Bobby your butt or your definitive list of your favorite <laughs> mid-sized chain restaurants. The entire list can go in that fax, 617-354-8513. Oh, shall we give a little salute to our friend Alan? Oh, yes. It yeah. feels really appropriate to yeah. salute our friend Alan Christensen, the original butt faxer. Yes. Alan, unfortunately, lost his battle with cancer in yeah. the past couple of weeks. And we're so sad to see him go. But he was such a great part of the show, a great listener and a great friend. And so we will miss him. And nobody from his family will hear us. But we will miss him a yeah. lot. We love you, Alan. Yeah. You're great. Um, anyway, on that note, thanks for joining us. And that was absolutely everything. No more discussion needed. <laughs> Wait, I can't talk about Chuck E. Cheese. That is not. A, I'm looking at the list. No, no. no. Dave and Buster is also does no. not. Fall I actually, into I that briefly category. thought about Dave because Dave and Buster's does have table service. So that's, you know, but. Yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> the food is just to get you in there so that you waste your money on yep. the. Yep shitty air hockey games or whatever but anyhow that was everything let's have bizarre celebrations let's forget who forget why forget where we'll have bizarre celebrations i play the saturn cypress you the bright beans Pretend we don't
because my girl left me. Could you send out a tune? I want my baby back, baby back, Jimmy, baby back, 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 baby back,